Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. January 30th, 2024. Lots to get to today. From the first Neuralink patient to a teacher charges her students' rent and the naked man in Chicago gets punished. Plus your calls, dispatches, emails, texts, and more. Sabrina is out. Hello, Lane. How's it going? And you are going to be joining us on the show today. All you have to do is send us a dispatch. Go to the newsjunkie.com. Hit record on your first dispatch today. You can also watch the show on YouTube and twitch.tv slash the news junkie. Your message is rolling right into the studio in real time. And it is, friends. Yes, it is indeed. Are you doing this or me? I got it. Uh, Share the show Tuesday. What does that mean? It means you share the show. Tell somebody about the News Junkie Radio Show. Send them a look at the podcast. Hit that like button over on the live stream. Whatever you got to do, shout it out in traffic, friend. That's a great way to do People will be scared. The news junkie. <laughs> at first, they'll be scared and off-put, and then they'll go, you know what? I will check out the News Junkie. I don't know what this is all about, but let's go for it. Uh, Josh is also joining us here momentarily, and we got a big show for you today. Let's start off as we always do. Let's put our ears to the ground, our fingers on the pulse. Let's see what's happening in this great big wide world of ours. And we go to News Nation, the channel no one ever watches. And over there, they had a guest on talking about President Biden, some of the stuff he's got going on. And a little bit of a problem with the guest. Let's listen in. The government can get it back under control. Uh, are you okay, ma'am, or should we come back? <laughs> She does a little thumbs up like to, to signify that she's okay out there, but she can't even say a word. Well, the, the, guess, pro- the problem is it sounds like he's asking her if she's okay to do the, the thing that she was there to do, uh-huh. and she's just saying, like, I'm alive. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, do we need to come back? Yeah, of course you need to come back. She's yeah, choking. The, the woman is dying over here. Get a, gla- get a glass of water. Um, we're we're going to come back to you. I hear, I hear you coughing. It, it happens to all of us. No worries there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about. Oh, poor guy. Then he has to like vamp for minutes and minutes and minutes. <laughs> Fill as much time as he possibly can on live TV, no less. Never a good time. As we head into the week before the Super Bowl here, full force. And I want to check out something. C-Lane, if you could, just do me a favor. Let's take a look at this. Let's look as we get ready for the Super Bowl at what the ticket prices are going for in Las Vegas right now. Are we doing StubHub? Yeah, look on StubHub. It has got to be expensive as hell. Like, this may be the most expensive Super Bowl so by the in way, history. By the way, it says the first thing that comes up is just Super Bowl. Sea mm-hmm. uh, tickets. All right. What's sea tickets? As in, look at the tickets. Oh, oh. I thought you meant like the letter C. <laughs> I didn't know you were talking about that. Uh, well, uh, I assume that I would not want to go to the Super Bowl alone. I want to be seated with somebody or do just one ticket. 
Uh, yeah, two yeah. tickets. Two two tickets. Two tickets. Because nobody's going by themselves. You're right. You're going to at least bring one. In a, I don't know. All I right. think it's such a big money event. You're probably going to want to at least be social during it. But let, yeah, let's look at two tickets. Sort by best price here. We have uh, section 308, mm-hmm. row 12. Two tickets seated together. It says clear view. Okay. Which is promising. Um, each of those tickets is going to cost you $6,292. Oh my God. So 12 grand plus for two tickets. And that's the best deal that I believe is, it says sort by best price. Oh my God. Um, What's the worst price in that case? If the best is 6,000 plus per ticket to the Super Bowl. Well, if, ooh. And by the way, everybody, don't spend a dime on this, okay? Don't, it's way better to watch the Super Bowl with your friends at a bar or at your house or anywhere we can stare at the screen instead of watching the people on the field. You don't even hear the announcers out there. You got to sit there during the TV timeouts. You don't even get the, the commercials, which are only a joy during the Super Bowl. It's it's worse in every way to be at the Super Bowl than to watch the Super Bowl. But. Do you think there's people that uh, like are sitting in club level that have a box with the TVs and they're mm-hmm. like, all right, let's go watch the commercials. All right, let's go back and watch the game. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there could, there could be some real diehard commercial fans that might take it that Section far. Section C one thirteen, two tickets seated together, row thirteen, even twenty three thousand six hundred and four dollars each. My God, hey, Tracy uh, Tracy Claus, by the way, over on Twitch says I just made eleven thousand dollars off of Taylor Swift tickets, eleven thousand dollar profit. Wow, not bad if you can get okay. it. Okay, I scrolled all the way to the bottom. Uh, which means the highest price ticket that I could find on StubHub. Section C-134, which is center field, like 50-yard right, line. Ready? This is a good ticket. Then. Row 23, two tickets two tickets seated together, uh, including a VIP pass with access to the VIP lounge. Ooh. Uh, it's a ticket and meal package. Includes complimentary uh, unlimited wine, beer, and liquor. The tickets are paperless. You have access to the stadium club, private entrance, full service sports bar, premium concessions, and of course, an unrestricted view of the show. This is going to be into Taylor Swift's box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might be more expensive. I feel like somebody's already there. Met- metaphorically speaking, of yeah. course. Uh, it's, uh, just, this this is be- Zone Club Premium. Want to give a guess on the price of each ticket? One ticket, you're probably getting some garbage beers and wine, and you Liquor. get some access. Uh, but, but, but I'm going to say, a, no, it's too much. That's too much. $200,000 a piece. All right. I you, shot you, too up, high. you shot up there, Josh. Uh, 60000 $86,625 a piece. My God. Can you imagine dumping that on a ticket that four hours later you'll be like, well, there it went. Yeah. You know, we. We did the thing. We spent $160,000, and now we're going on with our lives. But that's how expensive it is. Some of the stories out there saying ticket prices for this year's Super Bowl might even make a billionaire blush because they are so damn pricey. I mean, I'm a, can I even start to pay for these? Let's. Yeah, can oh, you affirm it? I think they're on Klarna. Oh, there you go. <laughs> how many years can I spread that out over? My price is locked. All right. My price is locked. Continuing. Um. All right. I, I want to because I want to. Uh, I'm, I'm going through this because I want to know what the fees are. Oh, I don't want to put this on. I'm um, continuous guest. 
Don't accidentally buy this. I know. That's, that's what I'm so worried about. I'll go with you. <laughs> no refunds, no nothing. Sorry, can't Josh, help you. Uh, Josh, I'm afraid you're going to have to pay for the plane, the uh, the rental car, the hotel. Uh, we're going to have to sell my car, my wife's car. We'll sell my car, too. Uh, but you'll go to the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's sort of the idea. It's like, hey, I'll have to make a Klarna payment of $199 a month for the literal rest of my life. But that one time I went to the Super Bowl for four hours. This is insanity. And obviously it's not, you know, it's, it's rich people who are buying these tickets. And I don't feel sorry for them if they want to spend that money, but shouldn't it be different? Shouldn't like, like this is the pinnacle of football, which football is supposed to be about the common man, I would think. And the everyday person that they're advertising to being able to go to the biggest game is just not a possibility anymore. It's just not a thing anymore. All right, we want to see what you have to say today. Go to thenewsjunkie.com and send us a dispatch over there. We're learning big news from Elon Musk's world over at Neuralink. They said the first human patient has received an implant from the brain chip startup Neuralink on Sunday of this week and is recovering well, according to Elon Musk. Uh, initial results show promising neuron spike detection. And so what they, the idea here is... And I don't know if you guys would ever even dream of doing this, Celan uh, and Josh. But the idea is you get the Neuralink thing imprinted in your brain, and then you can control anything that is connected to it with your brain. Like a settings app? Kind of. Like you can, like, you can say, you don't have to say anything to, to Siri or any of the devices. You could just do it in your brain. You don't have to say anything audibly out loud to control anything. Like in your brain, you say, turn flashlight on. Your phone turns the flashlight on, you know, like you could do anything, control anything that's hooked up to this just with your thoughts in your brain. That's a little frightening to me, no if thanks. I'm honest. Yeah, I don't know if I'm yeah. going to do this. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration had given the company clearance last year to conduct its first trial implant on humans. That is what is happening right now. This study from Neuralink and your dispatch question is, would you do this for the convenience of being able to control things with your brain? Do you let Elon Musk inside your head implanting a chip to do this? Would you, yes or no, let us know with the dispatch or let us know over on chat. So they tried this out. It uses a robot to surgically place a brain-computer interface implant in a region of the brain that controls the intention to move. Neuralink said previously, adding that their initial goal is to enable the pe uh, people to control a computer cursor or keyboard, keyboard, excuse me, keyboard, keyboard, keyboard using their thoughts alone. Oh my alone. gosh, he controlled that keyboard with his head. <laughs> and then they, Hot they want, damn. they think they might be able to like make the blind see and, and do all kinds of different things through the brain eventually. A lot of no thank yous from folks, uh, on chat, uh, about getting an implant in their brain. It's a big ask, you know, it's like, it's kind of a big ask from, the average person out there. I mean, aren't they already doing some uh, brain stuff where you can move a cursor, like for people who are just not able to communicate? Yeah, they've done that stuff for people who are like physically handicapped, and uh, they they allow them to kind of like, move things around. So this must just be an advancement of that, I would guess. Uh, I don't know. Some of the things they're working on are pretty damn incredible. When we come back, uh, people got real pissed off yesterday. See, Lane. Oh boy, at us. Oh, uh, at me, at me oh, okay. in particular, <laughs> as per usual, you know, it's, uh, it's, it happens. 
So we'll see what's going on, test the waters out there, and hear from some angry folks. And also, we're going to see how people are taking this whole Super Bowl thing uh, in the run-up to it. A lot to talk about on a busy Tuesday. It's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Are you ready to work together to create a healthier life? Um, or you could just say, Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. From the Goldsmith Jewelry Shop Traffic Center, lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry. Oh, hey there. Thank you for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. Single Rider on YouTube says, C-Lane is so damn cute, I'm gonna die. All right. No, don't die. <laughs> don't die. And, and, and then you're not saying good things anymore. <laughs> That'll brighten up your day. There you go. I don't, even right. know if they're, I don't even know if they're being sincere, but it already has brightened up my day. Hey, honestly, you don't know if they're a man or a woman either. It just it doesn't matter. That does not matter to me. Sealand yeah, revels in positive feedback. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't cute. matter where, like Kim Jong Un could make an appearance and be like, uh, I, "I hate America, death to America." But Sealand is fantastic. That guy, number Kim! one, man. Kim Dog, <laughs> right? Uh, all the bad guys in the world could come together. And we we all support Sealand. Oh, damn, I'll take it. All right, that's good news for me. Okay, tell me if this is annoying or. If this is something that is not a problem because technology is totally different now. Because right now, they are changing things in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay? And in Jacksonville, Florida, they're dropping in a new area code. And when they do this, it's going to be mandatory that every single person in Jacksonville that wants to make a call has to use a 10-digit number. Right, you can't just use the the shortened phone number any longer. You have to dial with the area code every time you call somebody. Sean, did you pull this story from 1992? No, this is new. This is brand <laughs> new. It's just happening right now. You're saying that people in Jacksonville are still seven digit dialing. Yes. Well, it says a new area code is on the way for Jacksonville. The 904 will soon share its territory with 324. The biggest thing that people need to be aware of is starting Monday, they'll need to dial 904 whenever they're making a local call. So people in Jacksonville right now mm -hmm. yep. are making local calls with just a seven on their cell phones? I guess so, right? Must and they be said, nice. That means folks who want to uh, may want to update some of their contacts to make sure they have all 10 digits saved. Otherwise, the phone call won't work any longer as of Monday. And when I saw that, I was like, I thought the same thing that you were thinking. I was like, D doesn't that all get solved by almost everybody communicating on cell phones now? You don't have to worry about that. I think everybody's phone number that I have is saved in with all the digits, correct? Isn't oh, that just my gosh. Works? Yeah, there's not a single number that I have because... We started doing that on landlines before I had a cell phone. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so they're saying that they still have this seven-digit dialer because it, it was the same thing. It was because there was a new area code in our area. Because they, they ran out of numbers or something, right? Exactly. And so they, they put the coast, the Florida coast, on 321 as in 321 blast off. <laughs> nice. And, oh, yeah, first time you've heard just, that. I just, just, just learned that. <laughs> Bravo, Lois. Uh, and so, and they, when they did that, they said, "Hey," um, and there was like a grace period of a couple months or so where you could mm -hmm. do either or, and then it was like, "All right, nope, you got to dial the whole number." And that was like way before I had a cell phone. 
Yeah, I remember this when I was a kid. In fact, in, in West Palm Beach, when, where I grew up, it was uh, 4.07 at the time. And they said, you know what? We're getting bigger. Got to get the 561 area code in here. And the same exact thing happened. That's why when I saw this, I was like, I don't think this is going to change like anything for for anybody unless in Jacksonville they're operating in the 1990s. Dude, you remember uh, when there was so like so few phone numbers that if you did call a phone number that was out of out of the area, it would be like, we're sorry, you must first dial a one or a zero plus the area code when calling this number. I remember when, it, this is so crazy to consider, like dialing long distance and a fear of the long distance charges was a thing. Uh-huh. You, your parents would be like, well, is that long distance? You better make that quick. You better make that quick. And now... No one even considers long distance. Like, I've never put in a moment of thought to a long distance call in fact, anymore. I think long distance charges, I mean, aside from just general mayhem and uh, being able to control things, long distance charges were among most of the reasons they built those phone freaky boxes, like those freaking mm-hmm. boxes. Yeah. Like, they were all ways to trick the system into thinking that you never picked up the phone, so they never charge you. I mean, there was like all these different ways of tones and different stuff, but a lot of them were like, you know, because those damn long distance charges. And I'm like, yeah, right. how expensive was it? This can't be true. Bootsy says, I grew up in such a small town that some of us only used the last four digits. <laughs> There's no you are way. Fake news. Yeah, this is a, this is like back in the day when you you had the phone on the wall and you, you know, pull over the earpiece and the. The microphone thing was separate. No, 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 no. That's before rotary, you know, that's before all of that stuff. People always talk about, like, like a lot of people say, like, hey, every problem in Seinfeld ever could have been solved by cell phones. And I don't know that that's the case. But I don't feel like that is a as old a show as it is sometimes when I watch mm-hmm. reruns, except for during the first season, they they talked about a phone number, and they said two letters and four numbers or something like that. Yeah, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> this all feels so dated, but maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe this is happening where you are. Let us know. Go to thenewsjunkie.com. Send us a dispatch right now. The folks on some of these more obscure news networks are not taking the Taylor Swift Super Bowl stuff very well. It is truly the trigger bowl for many of them. And this is something you can notice through a couple examples I'll give you. One, over on OAN, which I have never watched in my life. Uh, I don't even know what it stands for. One American network would be my guess. That sounds right. I don't know if that's right or not, but (laughs) OAN is one of these networks that formed after people started getting mad at Fox News. And they were just so upset and incensed about people caring about the Super Bowl, about people caring about uh, Taylor Swift. There was a tirade about uh, Major League Sports being a psyop on the American public. I knew it all along. And all of this. Let's see if we can get something out of this. Famous um, and the most um, most common is working with famous people um, or influencers to share uh, information or particular matters. I think this Uh. is them showing a video from NATO that they're like, look, this is proof that they're using the celebrities to brainwash the American public, and then the OAN host is like, I can't believe that. Center ...on turning Taylor Swift into an asset back in 2019. Now, we've talked about this on the show before, but now we have to talk about it again. 
Because a oh. new poll conducted by Redfield and Wilton Strategies found that 18% of voters say they're significantly more likely to vote for a candidate endorsed by Taylor Swift. <laughs> My it's reported God. the 2024 presidential election will see 8 million new voters. Doesn't this seem like parody? This seems like not or like the I, not the onion universe I love here. That what they're explaining that they're saying is a psyop is just how celebrities work in this yes, country. Yes, yes, it's how influencers and celebrities actually work. Number one and number two, the the idea that there's a headline that says Taylor Swift could sway the election it seems like something an idiocracy. It seems like something that is straight out of parody. But here we are. U.S. electorate and a total of 41 million Gen Z voters, many of whom are obviously influenced by celebrities obviously. and social media. And seeing as T-Swift has a whopping 94.9 million followers on X alone compared to Trump's inactive account with 87 million and Biden's POTUS <laughs> account God. with a measly 33 million. Oh, yeah. a measly. <laughs> She's after him. This is a whole segment. This is six minutes and 42 seconds. She spent talking about how this is a psyop, like I told you yesterday, like it's a huge conspiracy to try to get Biden elected. And they weren't alone over on OAN. On Newsmax, I guess they were slamming all this stuff, too, saying that this is bad. This is idolatry. This is like it's in the Bible. You shouldn't do this. Let's peek into their world and see what's happening. Wow, the whole world is talking about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Uh, I actually like Taylor Swift. I like the song called Style. I like the song where she's complaining about her boyfriend who lied to her. I like the song <laughs> where she complains about the boyfriend who dumped her. I like. But how is this? It's just describing every song. How is this TV? Like when I was a little kid, TV was like this polished thing and everybody was all dressed up and they were professional and respectable. And now it's like, sup, y'all. Taylor Swift is ruining the country. Yep, that's right. It's like, what, dude? This is, this is an operation right now. It's like this your is average podcast televised. Yes, it is. It feels like there's, there are YouTube podcasts done by tech bros that are more professional than some of the stuff that I'm seeing here. Like the song about the girlfriend who let her down on the big night. She was expecting all the support at the party. I kind of have a problem, though, with the I like the song uh, where Swift. she got left on her 21st birthday and, like, you know, by her boyfriend. And it's, it's a little long for me, but I like it. <laughs> Uh, this guy is weird, man. I don't know. This is what they've come to over there. Fans, they are totally over the top worshiping this woman. Have you seen any of the pictures I've, of her in concert? It's a badass I wouldn't picture go of her. Myself. It I is cool. That kind of thing anymore. But I think what they call it is uh, they're elevating her to an idol. Idolatry. Okay, can we stop with this weirdo boomer nonsense that's just hate farming? Can we stop with this? As if in previous generations there weren't mega pop stars. As if the world didn't go nuts back in your times with Beatlemania or all the things before and after it. As if Michael Jackson didn't light the world on fire. This is what happens. You know why? Because life can be miserable, and people want to be entertained, and they want to smile, and they want to be happy, and they want to sing along to a stupid song. That's why we've always done this. So it's like, this is not some new thing. This is not something that's fresh and new. Oh, my God. What, they're raising her to idol status. You're weirdos. All these weirdo takes coming out of all these strange places. Just don't watch or engage if you're not that into it.
Okay, I'm sure that makes somebody mad, so let's go over to the mad territory of the dispatches. I like uh, the song where she knew the guy was trouble uh, when he walked in. I like uh-huh. that song. And then the, the boyfriend one. Yeah, uh, this, this is an example. There was only one quite like this after the show yesterday. People were mad at me. You know, they're like, they're upset about me just saying things, talking on the show. I'll give you this example here with Nick's dispatch that came in around 5-12 yesterday. Well, it's me again. Uh, as I listened further, I heard what you said about uh, police officers and firefighters not putting their lives on the line, majority of them in their careers. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just wanted you to know that I'm unsubscribing to secret shows and you're a goddamn asshole, Tom. <laughs> and you've reached too far this time. Too far! Gone too far over here. I am not sorry at all, Nick. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not sorry today. He's heated up. Also, man. Nick, this is not an airport. <laughs> <laughs> no need what? to announce your departure, sir. Nick, Just imagine, piss off. imagine the status of your current life and situation that... You're so set off by anybody saying something about the cops. Like to say that a cop might run a red light because they don't feel like they should wait like the rest of us. And that triggers you. Or to say like uh, uh, the hero worship of cops as if all of them risk their lives every single day. Uh, are there hero cops? Yes. As I said yesterday, of course there are. But there's this idea that's like you should say thank you for your service to all the police officers you walk by and just stand in allegiance to them. And that's all weird. That's all weird stuff, too. Um, see you later, buddy. It was a good time we had together, uh, at least on my side. I don't know about you. You might not agree with that at all. Uh, OK, over to more people who are chiming in today. Here is AJ Soup talking about whether they do Neuralink. Hello, junkies. I hope y'all are having a great day, and I hope all the listeners are having a great day, too. As far as Neuralink goes, I think it's hella interesting, and the technology is incredible. Uh, So I can see a lot of people saying yes to this, uh, you know, as we progress on into the future. But for me, I think it would be a little challenging Mm -hmm. because I have ADHD, and I, I would just be afraid that, like, you know, if I was trying to use it on my computer, the cursor would be jumping all over the place. The browser would be switching windows constantly. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and and it would just th- make things a little hectic, chaotic. Um, so maybe not so much for myself. It would be interesting to see how that works. Thank you for that take, I mean, AJ I, Soup. I would be curious if it... Um, Turned into like a Tourette style thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, and, and bear with me on this, this comparison, because I've thought about this already. So, uh, you know, right. like the people that have Tourette's that tick when they curse, mm-hmm. they do it because in their head they're like, don't say the F word, don't say the F word, don't say the F word. They're like, F word. And so if I were, you know, if I had the Neuralink and I'm connected to all these things, right? And somebody walks in. With like a gigantic rack, and I'm like, don't think about her boobs, don't think about her boobs, don't think about her boobs, and then like all the screens light up with boobs everywhere, and now I I look like a like you know like not so much of a person that you'd want to interact with. Don't say doing your wife, don't say doing your wife, don't say doing your wife, doing your son. <laughs> that could be an actual problem. Like this literally could be something that that people end up having to deal with, uh, and. This is the future that we all face together. We'll see how it goes. Um, over to, we got time for just a couple more here. So I want to work these in. 
And we'll hear from a synth solution. What's synth got to say? Sean, don't worry. I'm coming to your defense. Okay. How dare you people get angry with him? You have any idea how hard he busts his butt day after day, week after week, to give you content, even though he takes more random days off than a school teacher and has a habit of talking out his backside. That's not the important thing. The important thing, he does this out of the love for the listeners. First of all, I barely take any days off, all right? I'm here all the time at your service. I'm trying to get you through the day, okay? Second of all, I always this bring the content. Always. Nom, 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 always nom. bring the content. Okay? That's Cooking Monster. Did you not recognize that? It seems oh, so recognizable. <laughs> seems like it, it sounds exactly like him to me, at least. But the content is not the problem around here. The days off are certainly not the problem on my end. I'm showing up. I'm hanging out. And here I am. And the rest of it is just, we should have never invited the roast on Friday because it's it's stretched into now Tuesday. Now it's, just, now it's just mean Tuesday. <laughs> it, was, it was fun roast Friday, and now it's just mean Tuesday. We went from share the show Tuesday to hate the show Tuesday. It's, it's, I don't like this. I don't like the vibes you guys are giving off, all right? Here is Femster Baby with a dispatch. Uh, hang on, that's just coming in right now, so let me grab this. So we can hear. Oh my God! There's lots of people who are responding. Femster baby, did I miss something there? It sounded like the guy who sent the dispatch last night at five o'clock or something and said he was checking out. He said goodbye, Tom. What the hell? Goodbye, Tom. I didn't Andy? hear the Tom. I don't know. I he, I think he said a whole bunch of expletives and then just kind of ended the dispatch. Minor heart attack. You know how it goes. Um, you know, let's go to this one. I'm very hesitant to go to Dan's dispatch, but let's do it. You know what, Sean? I've had enough. I can't take it anymore. You've said something somewhat pretty honest. <laughs> I'm unsubscribing. All right. I'm done. You've gone too far. I'm un. Subscribing. <laughs> you just gotta say it out loud, <laughs> Michael. You can't just say it. <laughs> uh, you just say it out loud, and it works that way. Sure. Okay. Quick break. When we come back, we're gonna hear from more of you. Hopefully, you change your moods and <laughs> everything gets back on the tracks here. What did I'm you do, Sean? Say, I'm look. I'm gonna continue to speak my mind and say what I say. If you get triggered by it, because. You want to roll up in a ball with a cop? That's fine. I look. I've already, I've already made my bed here. <laughs> I've already caused myself a lot of problems by doing that, but I can't help it. Maybe that's why you listen. Who knows? Uh, when we return, we're going to talk about a teacher, and she's a third grade teacher that people are also upset about. But I think this teacher is doing something that's absolutely awesome and super creative. Wait till you hear this. Let's see if you agree with me. It's coming up next on the news junkie. Real radio. Thanks and welcome to the latest Secret Shows subscribers. Lynette, thank you, Lynette. Appreciate you. Thank you for the support. E.M. Wensler as well. Thank you for being a Secret Show subscriber. The rest of you, go over to thenewsjunkie.com and learn more. And you could subscribe over there if you'd like. Really fill Much. in the void that Nick uh, <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah, you know, Nick left and we got to get some new bodies in. So uh, I love uh, I love you and I hope you subscribe. Uh, you can check us out on Secret Shows each week, including this week. 
Go to thenewsjunkie.com to learn more. Are we uh, actually going to do it like all together? And <laughs> would be nice. Yeah, would be nice if we could get that arranged. Uh, God, what a year it's been already. I was like, 2024 is going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be so nice. What, what, what is it about January for us? For the three know. of us that we can't pull together and like do four regular secret shows. Like uh, it was the same <laughs> thing last year. First, like Josh had things, then I had things, then we spend the first half of the show making fun of each other for having things. <laughs> the previous two years, I took two vacations in January. Uh huh. That's wow. my vacation. That's been nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my God. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's go over to this North Carolina third grade teacher. And there were some people who were upset because people on social media enjoy getting upset Facebook, about things. Instagram, Twitter, y'all see this? Now, I think this teacher is not only doing a cool thing, but I think this is smart and more teachers should do stuff like this. In fact, this is something that many of us seem to agree on when we talk about things missing from education in the United States of America. So here's what she's doing. And this is out of North Carolina where this third grade teacher has caused a stir after revealing that she charges her students rent to teach them hard lessons about spending money. Her name is Shelby Lattimore. She's shown her social media following the unique way she runs her classroom, and it's left millions of people stunned to teach her kids about money management and the hard life lessons in third grade. Lattimore demands rent from her students. In a clip that's gone viral with over 9 million views, the teacher showcased the renting system she uses. In the clip, she's seen asking her students whether they're aware today is the day they pay rent and asks each of them to pay the $5 expected. Now, don't freak out on me yet because the money's not real. It's play money that they're using in the classroom. But the students are expected to pay for many of the essentials of their school learning, like their desks, if they need a pencil, all of these things. It comes out of the money that the teacher gives them. And what does the student learn in third grade? You learn how spending works. You learn how budgeting works. You learn, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to need this, so i got to save some money. And the teacher is going to be collecting rent on this day, so I better make sure I have that. So I don't look stupid in class. Does the teacher and, also have a system for paying them the fake money, like the, for them to earn the money to pay the rent? Yeah, I believe so. She said when children get money, they have options to spend it on rewards for candy or a homework pass, or they could save it for later on uh, or, or prizes that cost more money. Uh, it says the jobs that are every day, like line leader and teacher assistant, those jobs that you have to do something constantly get paid more than jobs that are every now and then or once in a while. So different classroom jobs, all kinds of different things lead to them getting this class money. And then the class money is spent on all sorts of different stuff. It's like a little classroom economy, you know? And I think that's super cool. I don't see how anybody could look at this and go, oh, how dare she do this? The only person that I think could be mad about this would be somebody that didn't read far enough to understand that they didn't have to pay real money, right? Because what? How, how else would you take issue with this? It seems pretty likable to me. Uh, maybe I'm alone in that one. It's fake but, money, idiot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> MFQ says, sounds like a good idea to me. Would have been fun if they did that when I was in school. Kids like to manage money. If you If you turn this into something where it's a teachable moment for kids... And uh, Zach says, fiscal responsibility is boring. <laughs> I think that if the kids are learning this stuff, it actually will stick with them. And I, I've, I, look, I was a kid who did this. Dylan, my son, was a kid who did this. When you're real little, even in third grade, yes, 
you don't often understand how money works. So even when you're not wealthy, like, you know, my parents were lower middle class growing up and I would go into the the toy store thinking I could just get anything that I wanted, right? Like, how come we can't get everything in this aisle right now? I don't understand this because you didn't understand how finances worked. But this teaches you that kind of stuff. And I like it. If you do or don't, let me know. Go over to thenewsjunkie.com. Send us a dispatch. I just think that's a pretty clever idea altogether. Counterpoint. Um, What's the counterpoint? My fifth grade teacher had us balance checkbooks, and we got Mm -hmm. fake money, and now I have 18 credit cards. So (laughs) I'm just saying. So you're saying it didn't sink in necessarily? Not not for me, but I can see it working for other children. Uh, But they had you balancing checkbooks, and who's doing that anymore? I still don't have a checkbook. Yeah, we. I think. I think in my economics class, we did the classic thing where we all picked stocks for a couple weeks, or I, I think I did it yeah, in summer we, school, so it was a couple days. Yeah, we did that too. And now I have <clears throat> not very much of a stock portfolio. I think I have one share of GameStop, uh, Stonk. <laughs> God, uh, this is, you guys are really killing my argument here. I have diamond hands over some, here, some Dogecoin, and um, you know. We we all know what happened to our safe moon, so uh, don't yeah. have to go through that again. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> I did the same thing with the stocks in class, and we did the fake trading of stocks, which was kind of fun. And uh, then invested about a thousand dollars into Safe Moon, which uh, was a scam and is not. It was fun now. at the time. I remember it being fun, like right when we did it, and then. The fun went away with with the money. Have you logged in to your Safe Moon accounts recently, either one of you? No. no. Okay, if you do, it just says zero. Just, just so you're prepared. I wrote uh, that money off. Yeah, man, me too. I did a, a while ago, but I think overall this is a fun idea. <laughs> Booty Moonshine says huddle. We can't huddle. There's no huddling. It's, We're it's too late. Zero. Yeah, we we did our best, but uh, failed miserably. Hopefully, these kids will be more successful in their lives. Let's go over to you. Here is a skip a style talking about the uh, phone number situation in Jacksonville. Let's see what they say. What up, junkies? Hey. I live in Jacksonville, and uh, I was kind of upset about the news about having to dial all 10 numbers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was easy for when you're sharing a number with somebody to just give out the seven numbers, or if you got a business card from somewhere, you didn't dial the area code. What the world is this? Text messaging and stuff like that. <laughs> But just sharing a number peer-to-peer, you know, calling it out to somebody or, like I said, using a uh, business card or for billboard purposes or, you know, signs on the side of the road. No, even for billboards, they do the whole thing. They And they have for a while, right? Yeah. I don't think anybody – now, the, the more I think about what Celia was saying, I don't know that anybody's on this seven-number system. <laughs> Almost everybody – is on like the, you say the the full thing, and so the change would only impact the folks who are like super old school about this. Now, like I'm just trying to check. Uh, all right, let me see Josh's number in my phone and see mm-hmm. how it's stored here. Okay, yeah, so it says four zero seven four six zero, and then you know the rest. It's, it's, uh, it's all there. The One, whole two, three, thing, four. And the whole thing is there. And Josh, you know you can just turn his channel off, right? Oh, right. Uh, I no, have the power him. today. Don't remind him about his power behind well, the I board. I have to remind there. him to turn it on. <laughs> so That's true. I, I was looking at my video monitors in the studio, and I go, well, nobody's there. <laughs> we were talking to Jack. 
I'm all by myself in here. Let's see what happens. I'll just play the rejoin. Here's, uh, let's see, Chaos says, I want to cancel some of the negativity around Sean. Why would there be negativity around me? <laughs> hey, what's up, news junkies? Hey. Pretty happy today. Good. You know, um, Josh, I'm yes. so glad to see your face. You are gorgeous. You are a beautiful, beautiful human. Stop see, it. Lane? Gorgeous, man. You are a gorgeous looking guy. Yes. Hi, Sean. <laughs> um, Banner day for me. So, Sean. I'm going to. Uh, what, what about I'm me? I'm going to get an extra subscription just for that guy that canceled, just so I can cancel out his negativity. Thank you. Wiggle, wiggle, pop, pop. But I am hurt that you said that both C Lane and Josh were really attractive, and then I just like you just went right past that for me. Like there wasn't even a moment of pause or anything. I need a drop of my baby crying. Uh, <laughs> just play for moments like this. It didn't really kill the negativity. I just I'm over here now wanting for a compliment. You know, forget it. Forget it. I'm just embracing the chaos today. Let's see what we have with banana potato. I usually like their dispatches. This is for Fritz. We'll spread the word. We could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, happy meme Tuesday. Hey. I left a dispatch um after a Fritz on the street like a week or a half ago or so. And it wasn't played, which uh -oh. I totally understand. I'm not unsubscribing. Thank you. Here. But I did want to let Fritz know the reason I like to use self-checkout. Hey, uh, by the way, Banana Potato, when you say you're not unsubscribing, um, I can see that you're not subscribed to Secret Shows. Well, then uh, she's not uns unsubscribing. <laughs> she's not wrong still. You know what? I'll give you a month free while we're, while we're talking here. I'll give you a month free, and that, that welcomes you on board for now, because I do enjoy your dispatches, so... Um, you got that going for you. Oh, right, now let's get back to what she was saying right here. here played, which I totally understand. I'm not unsubscribing. I'm here. But I did want to let Fritz know the reason I like to use self-checkout is because I bring my own reusable bags. Mm -hmm. And nothing is more like anxiety-inducing than when you bring your own reusable bags and then go through a regular checkout with humans. And then you got to do the dance of, uh, I got it. I'll bag it. Don't worry. No, no just tell them like, to use your bags. I would just rather yeah. check out. That's I just what wanted we do. to bring that up so you like kind of see a different way of why people would want to use self-checkout. That's what we do. And it always turns into, there, there is an awkward thing that happens. All right. This is something that has caused a fight before between Courtney and I. And I want to see if you guys think that I was in the wrong on this. You guys can be honest with me, right? You know that you could both tell me, like, Sean, you were in the wrong on this, and Courtney was in the right. Okay. But uh, just think about that for a second. We'll okay. get into this when we come back. Plus, we got more of your dispatches. And the Naked Man in Chicago is back in the news. That is coming up next on the News Junkie. Your chance to win a grand in your hand is minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Brought to you by Mills Air. From the All right, true life, am I the asshole? And see that and Josh, just be honest with me, it's fine. I'm not going to get mad, I won't get upset about yes. this. Promise. I don't need you to be on my side, and don't be like everybody in chat and saying, even before I hear it, Courtney's right and you're wrong, Sean. You are indeed the asshole. Just give me a chance to explain myself. Maybe this has happened to you and you can commiserate with me, because it happens to me every single time we do this. So... Let's say we're at the grocery store. This can apply to different places, but the grocery store is the most um, obvious one and the place that it's happened the most. Because this happens almost every time I end up going along to the grocery store with Courtney. 
And I lose my mind, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm crying. It's not even a big deal. And so we'll go around. We'll do all the grocery shopping. I have no idea where anything is. She's doing all the things, okay? I'm, every once in a while, all I do is my eyes light up, and I'm like, ooh, look at that thing. And I put something in the cart, right? That's like that's my experience at the grocery store. I have no idea what, what? I'm doing. What a child. <laughs> uh, come uh, on, please. Can we get this, please? <laughs> I have an elementary understanding of how grocery stores work. I am, you know, I'm just barely there. Uh, Courtney is a genius at this stuff. Like last time we went there, just to give you an example, we were over in the produce aisle and we're looking at tomatoes and she's like, she's looking at the tomato. She's smelling the tomato. She's touching the tomato, rubbing it like a genie lamp. And she's like, these are bad. These, all, all these tomatoes are not good. Uh, and there's some lady, uh, she's looking at other tomatoes down the line. And she, and then Courtney goes out loud. She's like, you got to get these uh, specific tomatoes this time of year because none of the other stuff is in season and none of them are good. And as she gets hers and puts it in the grocery cart, the old lady who was looking at the other tomatoes was like, well, I'm going to go over here and take her advice and use these tomatoes too. She's a genius. She knows what she's doing. But we get all the things we need to get packed in the cart. We go to the checkout and every single time this happens, all right, she's up there. She's interfacing with the public's peoples, checking out. You got the reusable bags. And then every time she looks at me, and goes, Oh, I forgot something. And then she leaves me in the aisle now. Now I'm the guy with the public's people. I don't know the public's people. I didn't interface with them at all. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here if I like put in like a rewards card or I, I don't know what's happening. And she leaves and she goes off. And like at the last minute, she comes back and she puts the final item on the, the line to buy with all the other stuff. And I said, you abandoned me. What are you doing? How could you do that to me? You left at the last minute and I'm just sitting here with the checkout people at Publix. Am I the asshole in that situation? Yes. Why? This, this is a lesson in responsibility for you. What do I need to be responsible for? Know here? how to talk to people at the grocery store. She already started the conversation. What's what's the problem? Is the problem that you have to now talk to the people? The problem is that you have to ask them to put their their stuff in different bags than their plastic bags. The problem is you don't leave when people are checking out. It's if you forgot something, you forgot it. This is war. Well, I you do don't, it. You don't leave a soldier behind. I do it, and I think probably I sh I've done it to her. She's done it to me. I'm sure. Yeah, I do it she, all the time. She was the point person, and she does it every time. She's the point I do person. It so she pays. <laughs> That's a good move. That's smart. <laughs> uh, she's the point person. She's talking with them. And then all of a sudden, I'm thrust on the field like a backup quarterback who didn't practice the day before. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to the public's people. I, do I have like a, a card I put in the machine? Or I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I put the debit card in and I go, uh, <laughs> this, this I know is a very first world problem. So you okay? get overwhelmed by paying for groceries. I get overwhelmed by being thrust onto the field at the last minute. You don't and, have to talk to them. Uh, well, I can't just stare at them. Yeah, you can. I, that's, that's what they get paid even, for. That's even weirder. <laughs> if I stare at them, then they're going to rebel against me somehow. And then they start asking questions. That makes it worse. I'm so sorry. Any this big makes plans me this them. weekend? No, they'll ask me. They'll go, do you want us to put this in the bag with this? And I'll go. I don't know. Just fake your way through it. Say, yeah, but, sure. Sounds good. No, because if I put the meat in the bag with the soda or whatever godforsaken thing I do wrong. I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> you absolute moron. Why would you mix these two things together? Can't believe you put the meat in the bag with the soda. 
Uh-huh. I'm an amateur. I have no idea. I'll even, you know what I do? I think that everything in the shopping cart should go in the part right by the handle. You know, the little part where, like, the babies sit and stuff? Every single thing. Didn't you come down on me for that, like, like a did. year ago? I did, but I, I have to be honest. I, I was a hypocrite on that because I put everything there. Even though I think it's gross <laughs> and babies put their asses on there and you shouldn't put any food in there, I put all the food in there. I had to the other day. I was Lunch like, meat, boom. Trying right to do on. I was trying to do like a week's worth of shopping, which I probably failed at, but but it, the, the receipt made it look like I, I got there. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop and put stuff, move stuff from the seat part to the actual full cart part just because I had filled up that area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but look- and when I, when I did it, I thought, Oh man, thank God Sean can't see me because he would really be making fun of me for this. But it turns out you do the same thing. I know this defangs me and I can't use that against you anymore because you'll just call me a hypocrite, but I put everything on there. It, it'll be like from bread to eggs to anything I get. It JD, goes on that little thing. JD Sparks on YouTube says if you're using the debit card, you're also bad at money. What am I doing wrong? Hey, there, there's a lot of people uh, that say you should ju- if you're if you're using debit cards, you're you're doing yourself a disservice by a not building credit, not getting any sort of reward from whatever credit card you have, be it miles or cash back or points or something else, and then also um, if your debit card is somehow it's it's not as secure as your credit card as as far as getting rid of charges. Well, I have a credit card, and I have good credit. I just don't use the credit card that much. And uh, my credit card doesn't have anything. Like, it doesn't have, like, any kind of points or miles or... Uh, uh, get a different credit card. I, well, I got a powwow with Josh about that. He knows his way around the, the world of different credit cards. Josh is like, ah. I don't. Josh, Josh, Josh is, like, flipping his credit cards like those dudes in Vegas with the hooker flyers. <laughs> Pick a card, any card. What can I get you here out of the stack? Okay. We want to hear from you. What do you think about this? Am I in the wrong or am I in the right here to say that you don't leave a soldier on the field? When you're at the checkout, we're there. We're at the finish line. we got to get through this together. We're going to push through the final move and get out of the grocery store. I I think you are in the wrong generally, but Mm -hmm. you're in the right for you because... It depends on the soldier, and most of us soldiers can handle ourselves by ourselves at the grocery store, but this particular soldier, you, need a little bit more coddling. You need company. You need, uh, you need a buddy, and you don't have your buddy. You know, things, bad things happen. That was the most infantilizing thing you've ever <laughs> said to me in my entire life. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it's, but it's true. It's accurate. <laughs> but that's what she says when she comes back. She's like, Oh my God, is it so hard just to check out? And I'm like, God, I feel like this is, you know how to do these things. And, I, and then it gets to in like, am I saying, Oh, it's a woman's job to go to the grocery store? No, I'm not saying that. I just, I'm a foreigner in a strange land. I don't know what to do, okay? And I end up in a bad spot there. And afterwards, I'm like, why did you leave me? Why did you abandon me? And uh, she always tells me that I'm wrong. We'll see what you think. Uh, Send us a dispatch. Don't unsubscribe from secret shows because of this. (laughs) Uh, All right, go to thenewsjunkie.com to send that. I did see they had a Classic novel, Foreigner in a Strange Land. (laughs) (laughs) They had a a big announcement, and they have like a launch video for Universal's Epic Universe. 
uh, that's going to open oh, in 2025. Big buzz today. A lot of people are talking about this. Did you watch the 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 promo video? No, I just saw a quick snippet on the news and some of the pictures that they put out. You should check out the promo video because it's going to be a really cool theme park. I think people all over are going to come to check out Epic Universe when it opens up. It's about 750 acres of land. There's a new Harry Potter place in there. I'm super stoked for the new Mario Land because they have one in Japan and they also have one in Los Angeles. And both of them, I've seen people walk through them and it's super cool. Like, it seems like a really fun time. Uh, then they have a How to Train Your Dragon Land. They've got all these other things, 50 attractions that are in there. Uh, and I saw there's there's an account, uh, I forgot, BioReconstruct or something on Twitter that I follow. And they do drone flyovers of the theme park basically every day. So they chronicle the construction that's going on. And yesterday they posted a video of them. Uh, they were trying out, they were like testing the How to Train a Dragon ride. And it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like you actually get on a dragon shaped thing and it like wings you around. Like you're actually legitimately flying a dragon around, which, you know, fifth grade me would be like, hell yeah, this is the greatest time ever. And uh, grown up me would probably say the same thing. uh, Grown up us didn't grown up us find out because of the fact that this is already open or, or, or portions of this is already open in California. Mm-hmm. That we are too big for the Mario rides. It might be that that's the case. Oh, um, that might I be forgot. based on the Japanese rides. Yeah, yeah, they they made them for Japanese people, and uh, other than the sumos, they're mostly pretty small. Uh, and if I can't go on the ride, I'm going to be very upset. And if yeah. you think this is crying, I will cry so much harder than this. Mm-hmm. It will be really. Yeah, I'll embarrass everybody at the theme you park. Haven't by even now. seen crying yet. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. I'll put on a show, folks. You haven't even seen a pussy yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we return, we'll hear from more of you and get to the naked man in Chicago who is back in the news. That is coming up next on the News Junkie. You know you can always text us unless you're driving at seven seven zero three one. Standard data and message rates. What in the world? I saw this story this morning about a racehorse in Cleveland, Ohio, and they said that the horse, when they were doing some testing on this animal, the horse tested positive for methamphetamine. And (laughs) I was like, do they really give horses meth to get them out on the racetracks and running faster? Is that like an actual thing that they do? And, And who's the first one who gave that a shot? Like, let's go over, let's give the horse a little nostril full of well, meth. I mean, I don't know if, uh, if it's like the same way as we were, would like think of it. First of all, I don't think they can get animals to snort drugs. I mean, if you can, that's, mm. that's going to be a weird video, but yeah, that's a good point. Didn't they used to, um, wasn't there like a, a really bad controversy about giving greyhounds cocaine for those I like, heard, yeah, like this is one of those things that I've heard. But that those communities are like tight knit communities. So I've never actually been able to talk to anybody that says, yeah, you know, we do this or we used to do this or people cheat and do this. You're right, though. The horse can't really I mean, maybe you could put it up to its nostrils and, you know, it just naturally sucks it in. Or maybe they just put it in like a liquid form and inject the horse with meth. But you would have no idea how that thing was going to react the first time you did that. Yeah, I would be a little afraid of a horse on meth. 
Yeah, that sounds frightening <laughs> as hell. In fact, there are some horses that are not on meth that I'm a little frightened of, you know, just because the the kicking. You should be afraid of horses at least a little. You should have a healthy fear of horses. These are it's big, beautiful animals. More of a respect than a fear, but yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Respect is, is good. It's a better way to put it. Because you look at it and you go, if this thing wanted to, it could kick me with those back legs immediately and, excuse the noise in the background, and uh, do some serious damage to me. But they said the horse named Guardy's Legacy tested positive for methamphetamine after a race at MGM Northfield Park back on September 3rd. According to the U.S. Trotting Association. Oh, that sounds thing, like a fun association to be a part of. They got some ragers at the meeting of the U.S. Trotting Association? Oh, I would hope so. A blood sample was collected from the horse shortly after winning the first race of the day. So it worked. First place after getting that meth in the system. Documents showed Ohio State Racing Commission suspended harness trainer Samuel Sichalisi for one year and ordered him to pay a $1,000 fine. And they said that this is something that they really, really are trying to crack down on. Um, I didn't know that that was an actual thing that people were doing to win these damn horse races, but there you go. Uh, I, I would stay far away from that if I was you, but some of these folks just really want to win at all costs. A close call this morning when I woke up, RIP Brian Griffin was trending and I was worried and I said, what's happening here? Like yeah, the, from, the dog? I said, "Is this is like a death in the family guy uh, world. But there was a influential British photographer that died oh. that happened to be named Brian Griffin. And when I saw that immediately, I was like, oh, didn't even consider. What a relief were, that it was yeah. a real guy and not a cartoon dog. <laughs> In all reality, it's far more harsh that the human being died, <laughs> but he lived a great life. And uh, it exposed me to some of his photos, which were pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> here we are, regardless. Okay, we want to go over to you, but I told you I would give you an update on the naked guy in Chicago. Let me bring you back if you're unfamiliar, if the, you're the uninitiated. We've been covering this guy in Chicago, the naked guy, for years. His name is James Back. He's 70 years old. And James Back would go to the window in his high-rise apartment, and he would expose himself to uh, people in other high-rises near him. Oh, that guy, yeah. When you said yeah. naked Chicago guy, I didn't immediately think of him, but now I got it. And a couple of women who lived Sounds in those like I thought of a different guy. I did, I did <laughs> different not. Different naked guy. No, just, <laughs> this, this guy. This is the guy. And these women were pissed off about this, and they tried to get this guy to stop to no avail. One of them went over to his apartment building and caught him and was like, hey, stop doing that. Confronted him. He kept doing it. He would hold up little signs that said, like, want to come over and stuff like that as he was pleasuring himself. And... Uh, and the people just had enough. So they called the local TV station, WGN in Chicago, and Chicago police finally did something about it. And he's now entered a guilty plea to public indecency. Uh, my favorite part was the judge said, what are you doing here? Why don't you just stop doing this? And he was like, I was just enjoying myself in my house. And they said, why don't you just shut the blinds? And he said, okay, I'll do that. And I'm thinking, I feel like this is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. I feel like this guy's going to do this uh, again. He'd been doing it for 10 to 15 minutes every single day. So I don't know if this stops now or if he keeps going. My money says he keeps going. Uh, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Bad news. I see. 
I see a dispatch from Courtney. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's probably about this public's abandonment situation. Do you so. know it's Courtney? Yeah, I, I just see her username. Oh, okay. I was, I, thought uh, I, was, I didn't okay. know if you saw a dispatch from the name Courtney or if it was her, in fact, her no, username. It's legitimately her, and she normally would have poked her head into the studio to say something or establish her discontent with something that I've said on the show. She didn't do that. Oh, no. I only got this. Sean, seriously, I'm out of breath. Sorry, I want to run. But three times last week, you hired a handyman to come. Mm -hmm. And you somehow were not available for any of them. Oh! So I had to take care of it. And I don't know what was going on. But you have to stand at a grocery store? Come on, man. Oh, man. I like that she was so incensed she did that in the middle of running. <laughs> I have no retort because <laughs> uh, she's right, <laughs> and that's worse. That's worse hypocrisy than the the sea lane thing. <laughs> that is, uh, I okay. In my defense, I'm gonna have to write a book sometime called "In My Defense." But in my defense, I did have three different handymen come over for different stuff last week, but I scheduled them for after three. There's just a thing with these handymen guys. That they, you schedule them for after three and they show up at your house at 10 a.m. and they're like, yeah, here to fix the thing. Okay, I thought we agreed on three. And then they show up and then Cordy doesn't know about the thing that's broken or how to fix it or anything like that. She's stuck in the middle. She, she's right about that. She's right about that <laughs> thing. God, I am getting drilled to the wall today with all of this, but maybe this will pick me up. Daytona Squid said, I'm with you, Sean. Here we go. I'm with you, Sean. My wife does this to me all the time at Publix in South Daytona and I'm left there deer in the headlights, don't know what to say, don't know what to do, don't know how to load the stuff, because if I load it wrong, then my wife's going to yell at me for the way it's bagged, and uh, it's just uh, full of anxiety, and you just never, ever leave your wingman, ever. Oh, I, I agree, I agree, but I'm kind of uh, bruised and, and wounded over here with this particular argument, so uh, I'll back off a bit, and we'll go to another one. Here's not the FBI, it says, former officer... On the red light that Sean cried about. Good day, junkies. Podcast listener here. Uh, just dispatching in regards to uh, the police flashing their lights and going through a red light. Uh, as a former officer, I have had to do that a couple times. However, I had a legitimate reason. Uh, sometimes when there's a what they refer to as a hot call where you have to run hot 10, call. 18, which is lights and sirens. Mm -hmm. Um Sometimes you get canceled. Uh, there's other officers in the area that are closer that are responding, and they cancel you. It happens. Um, I've actually gotten a complaint filed on me because they saw me do that. However, the person who filed the complaint also got to see the CAD results, which is a computer-automated dispatch, mm -hmm. and saw that I was canceled. So, we could pop up. All uh, right. Let me amend what I said yesterday because people are weird. And I'm, I'm not coming down on you, not the FBI, but people are weird. I make a... Brilliant, cohesive argument, uh, backed up by. <laughs> okay. why, why? What was that response? What? The guy who can't stand by himself at the grocery store makes a brilliant, cohesive argument. I'm inept at simple social things, Josh. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> oh. okay. Uh, other things, uh, bigger picture items, are more down the middle for me. So, in this case, I, I, I you're more of a big picture than day to day. I, <laughs> I, in this case, 
was saying that it is a thing that cops do where they definitely turn on their lights and their sirens just to go through a red light because they don't want to wait like everybody else. And they don't feel like they should be held accountable for breaking the same laws that everybody else uh, is accountable for. That's just the thing, right? And everybody goes, but what about this? Well, I'm not talking about, but what about, I'm not talking about all these things. Not the FBI. If you got called to a, um, some call that they had coming in. If you got that hot call and you put on your sirens and your lights and started heading there and then they canceled the call and then you turned them off, that's totally fine. You're doing what you're supposed to do. It's within the scope of your job and you have done absolutely nothing wrong and I'm not coming at you. I'm saying that there is a lot of instances and I think you know as well as I do that this is fundamentally absolutely true where police officers aren't doing that, where they just don't want to wait at the red light. Yeah, like super bad style. And even C Lane said, even C Lane said he would have done it if he was a police officer in a car too. One hundred percent. Why not? He would have used that very same power. All right. So that, that's that's where we're at. Uh, one more. Here's funny name. Let's see. Hey, good morning, afternoon, guys. Sean, feeling abandoned at the register does not make you the asshole. It makes you a bitch. Stand there, <laughs> and take the groceries, and wait for Courtney to get back. Also, the hero hero worship needs to stop. Cops demanding almost that we bow down to them because they selected a job. Get out of here. You selected the job. You knew what you signed up for. I'm not kissing your ass because you took a job. And the same thing you go to military people. Freedoms have never been challenged militarily since, oh, I don't know, maybe World War II. Militarily. Other than that, my freedoms are pretty freaking secure. Yeah, you went a little further than I did there. Uh, they're going to be. I, sorry. I, go ahead. They're unsubscribing from his podcast as we <laughs> Probably, speak. Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can go to the military angle, and then people go, whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, brother. The other thing was okay, but this, this is a bridge <laughs> too far. You can't do it. Um, we could do one more, I think, right? Uh, here is Smack Roll. Hey, what's up, junkie? Hey. Sean, I'm taking your side on this one. The Publix, you were definitely right. Courtney, you cannot leave a six-year-old alone at the register <laughs> and expect him to know what to do. There you go. Wiggle, wiggle, pop, pop. Uh, okay, we're going to take a break so I can try to recover <laughs> from some of the, the damage done here. Mm-hmm. This is the point like in a video game where you go into your inventory and you select the health booster and <laughs> build your percentage back up. That's what we're doing now. Yeah, mean Tuesday going well. It is truly Mean Tuesday is uh, Mean Tuesday is 10,000 times more aggressive than the the roast on Friday. This yeah. is the actual aggressiveness here. They had a whole weekend to think about it. Uh, you know what? I think you might be right about that. Now they're coming full force. All right, um quick break when we come back. One of the two of those guys is going to do the next episode. Um not sure uh, which one. Mm-hmm. That'll be part of the surprise and that is coming up next on the news junkie. Coming up tonight on Real Radio, at 7, it's a corporate time with Tom and Dan. Brought to you by Gringos Locos and Modern Plum. The next episode in just a moment. All things happening in the world of entertainment and beyond. Who's doing the next episode? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Sure. All Absolutely. Right. We'll see. Crazy. It's one of the two of them. It's either c or Josh. And I know you're on the edge of your seat just waiting to see which one it actually is. But pause for a moment, if you will. Uh, the headline, I think, is a little misleading or maybe even a lot and could actually do some harm. When I saw the headline on a story saying 
that Alzheimer's can be spread between humans. I was like, Alzheimer's is contagious. That is bad. You, I can see like all the assisted living facilities, all the nurses just pouring out of there, not wanting to catch all the Alzheimer's floating around the facility. And uh, they said it's a pioneering study that revealed at least five people have caught the memory robbing illness as scientists warn hundreds more may be at risk. But when you read the actual story, it was this group of super short, short children the shortest of short kings, if you will. Mm. And there was 1,848 of them. And they were injected with growth hormones, which they said had some stuff in it that was no good. And all five of the people who got this particular shot, they came down with this early onset dementia that is really, really, really bad. So they think that these, these shots were related to that. So they kind of caught it by getting the shot. It led to the dementia that they had. It makes it seem like if you get around an old guy who's uh, sputtering and has Alzheimer's, that you're going to pick it up from him, like like (laughs) catch a cold or something, uh, which is not a good time. Uh, Mike's saying I'm saying this wrong. Do I say it wrong? Uh, Alzheimer's? I think that's right. Alzheimer's. He's saying Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's. I think I'm drilling that. Old-timer's disease. 67% 67% confident that I pronounce Alzheimer's correctly, but who knows, man? Just know that you can't just get it from an old man who's uh, losing his thoughts. Thank God. Um, yeah, thank God. That would be a really, really bad thing. Uh, in fact, we just watched a, a story, about a movie about that last night. What was, it's old. I don't know how I hadn't seen it before, but we watched the um, uh, Justin Timberlake movie, <laughs> which sounds bad. Justin Timberlake and what's her name who plays Meg in Family Guy? She does the voice Mila of Meg. Mila Kunis? Yeah, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Oh, this was the movie that they, um, I think uh, one of the two of them admitted was just like the other movie that came out right around that time. Like there was the exact same uh, uh, almost plot, but it had Ashton Kutcher in it. It was like Friends with Benefits or something. Yeah. Uh, one was called No Strings Attached. Yeah, right. And I remember. Like, the most down-the-line rom-com you could ever think of in your life. I was watching this movie, and it's a pop rom-com, but I said to Courtney, I was like, boy, if you said, Sean, I just got a role, and I'm going to be in a movie, I'd be like, wow, congratulations, that's really cool. I didn't know you wanted to be an actress, but here we go, off to Hollywood. And I would support her, obviously. But if she showed me the script to this movie, I'm not going to say myself, even though I'm not a jealous person at all, I'm not going to say I wouldn't get a little worried about it because in this movie, they spent like half the movie naked and on top of each other. And I I looked at scenes and I was like, there's no way that he's not getting physically excited about what, what's happening here. You know what I mean? Like their bodies are touching in such a way that you can't fake it. Like this is not green screen. His junk is on top of her junk right now. And then you go, how do you contain yourself and then not embarrass yourself in the middle of these scenes. There was that whole movie is them naked chasing each other around. I go, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't want to be on set. I would I'd get take my uh, vacation, go to Maui, and then uh, never watch the movie. Wait in the car. Well, the the weird part was they had the two movies at the same time, uh, and uh, the, the the guy in one and the girl in the other are married. Oh yeah, oh, that's true. So they had yeah. they had no strings at the same year, twenty eleven. 
And they they were on some show. Uh, they were in some Peloton kind of Why thing. Why did they just switch and then they could be with the couple that they're with and none of that would have been weird acting? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they, they could have been <laughs> just with their significant others. It said the 44-year-old uh, was joined by Portman, Natalie Portman, for a workout for an episode of his series, Our Future Selves. And they said the first start. They first started hanging when they filmed No Strings Attached. And they said, "Who would have thought we'd you know, twenty years later we'd be on a Peloton together?" And he goes, "Wait, it's also weird because my wife was basically shooting the same movie with Justin Timberlake." Yeah. <laughs> so that's weird. It's almost the same damn plot. Like it's like uh, line for line the same thing. No Strings Attached addresses uh, addresses something that I I remember like trying to tell the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the, the the two the two don't merge. Yeah, you know you can't it, you can't do one before the other. You know it's a thing. Well, well it's also one of the final movies. You got to pee. A, you got to pee, man. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney goes, "Is that a real thing?" And it's I go, "One hundred percent real. One hundred percent." So you don't got two tubes there. It's only one one pipeline. So if you got to pee and you got something else going on, you got there's there's trouble that uh, is a brewing. Um, what was I going to say? Jesus, I totally forgot it. Uh, all right, must not have been that Alzheimer's. Important. No, we're not coming back. Oh, did to you that. catch it from some guy? <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say that was the last movie of its type in that generation because rewatching movies like that, you're like, ooh, he just used retarded as an insult. Ooh, that was like the fifth gay joke that they put into the plot line. Uh, they had a whole character. It's, um, oh, what's his name? From White Men Can't Jump. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson is in it playing like a oh, hyper-sexualized gay guy. And they have so many of those jokes. I forgot that about know. that. <laughs> a different time. And it was, it was good. Yeah, the like, character was gay. You know? well, as cheesy as it is. All right. Uh, one of the two of them is going to do it. So here we go. Let's do the next episode. Because there's a lot on TV. And you can't possibly keep up with all of it. Even though you should. Because what else are you going to talk about? King in the castle. King in the castle. <laughs> I have a chair. I have a chair. Oh, go do this. Go do this. King in the castle. <laughs> Nothing. Weather's nice. It's time for the next episode. With me! Oh, wow! Super surprise, right? I'm sure. What a swerve! Uh-huh. I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is the most surprised of us all. Are you relieved now? <laughs> I am, yeah. Uh, <laughs> next episode brought to you by That Mortgage Guy Don, thatmortgageguydon.com. You're looking to get out of that rental situation where you're throwing away your money and you want to get into a situation where you're investing and you, you want to go with That Mortgage Guy Don. He's a mortgage wholesaler. Like I said, he goes to the Costco of mortgages and picks out some good ones for you. He's going to get them cheaper. He's going to pass the savings along to you. Plus, he's an expert because uh, I don't know what the hell uh, any of those words are half the time. So uh, Mm -hmm. you get to go go with somebody who knows the business, and you can hear his uh, show on on, on the weekends here on Real Radio. And then he's going to demystify all that mortgage stuff. It's That Mortgage Guy, Don. It's happening, friends. We made our way through the first season. We cringed. We we fell in love. We were kind of weird about the final choice. But the Golden Bachelor is leading its way to the Golden Bachelorettes. Oh, All right. Now, I hope they don't, because they said they were going to, they were talking about doing another Golden Bachelor with the same set of women. And I was like, eh, that, that seems like a stupid idea. I, I want to see. I'd rather see this. And is, it sounds like that's what they're doing. Does that mean it's like harder for them to book golden women than it is? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's much harder to find 
the people who are uh, going to be the contestants on the show than for the regular show. The first season of Golden Bachelor saw 72-year-old Gary Turner, spelt like Jerry, choose Teresa Nist as his wife and get married in a live ceremony, which was awkwardly officiated by runner-up Susan Knowles. Uh, and and the, the other one that he didn't choose was there also on the microphone. It was, it was something else. And now ABC is teasing that the Golden Bachelorette is next. Uh, Rob Mills, EVP of Unscripted and Alternative Entertainment at Walt Disney Television, shares he thinks something will be coming soon during a talk at Real Screen 2024 Summit, but he did not reveal uh, many more details. Just know that it's on the way. And speaking of on the way, something we've been waiting for for a long time, and we have gotten the slightest of teas from the folks at Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, Severance Season 2 is filming. Oh, I saw God. that. Yeah, I yeah saw you saw those... that they posted like one black and white still of uh, the lead character running, Adam Scott. Yeah, the thing that I saw was like you could see the camera filming and you could see Adam Scott. And it was like, oh, OK, it's officially filming right now. I forgot the whole damn series, though. I forgot everything I, that happened. I rewatched it. It's a, I mean, it, it's a good rewatch. It was a fascinating series. Like many shows, Severance Season 2 was delayed by the writers and actors' strikes. There seemed to have been some additional complicating factors behind the scenes. There was an alleged falling out between the showrunners Dan Erickson and Martin Friedman, Friedman which goes back to before Season 1 was even finished. Uh, producer Ben Stiller commented on all this a while back in April 2023, a year after Season 1 was done airing. He said, uh, no one's going to the break room. We're on a same really slow schedule we've always been on. Make your schedule faster, Ben. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know he was behind it until this very moment. I didn't know it was uh, Ben still. I remember seeing his name in the credits. He's the producer. How much input does he have on the show? Not quite sure. But yeah. uh, you were talking about the amount of gay jokes in, uh, what was it, No Strings Attached? Uh-huh. Yes. Speaking of which, I, I didn't even notice this. I watched... Me and Ashley, maybe maybe it was while I was dozing off, watching SNL over the weekend. But uh, somebody who was not in the show randomly appeared at Good Nights. Mm-hmm. And that was Dave Chappelle. Yeah. When Dave, you say Good Nights, you mean like the part where they wave where at the end? everybody's on the stage and they just go, hey, thank you to this person, thank you to this person. They'll thank the people that kind of were guest stars, which included Mark Cuban and uh, what the other, who's the female? Dakota Johnson. Uh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, From Shark Tank. Yeah. Uh, Lori. I don't know. It wasn't Lori. It was wasn't the other Lori. one. It was the older lady. Yeah. But yeah. They, you know, they thank her. And then, um, so Justin Timberlake, uh, during one of his songs, he had a rapper guest on it. And the rapper happens to be really good friends with Dave Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle went to watch his rapper friend perform it's on Saturday Night Live. Barbara at, Corcoran. That, that's who, who it yeah. was. Yeah. And he just randomly jumped on stage for the for the good nights, mm-hmm. and he was on one side of the stage, and I, I guess Bo and Yang just like stood on, on the complete opposite end of the stage, as far from Dave Chappelle as he could, and just kind of sat there with his arms crossed, like in mm. protest almost. Oh, do they know if he actually was upset with Dave Chappelle, or if he was just happened to be standing there like that? So. Is, is he- I mean, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, he hosted SNL recently. Yeah, Chappelle's last SNL gig hosting was in 2022. Reportedly angered some of the SNL writers, with some even threatening to boycott the episode. Yang Sherman and the non-binary Molly Kearney were not involved in the 2022... They call it a taping, but it's not really a a taping. But I guess they've always allowed people to kind of sit out of the episodes... And this, uh, in this case, it happened to, uh, well, it, 
it was just weird that he was on the stage and now they're making a story out of them yeah. being on either side of it. It's, uh, it's, it's obviously pointing to the fact that Chappelle made like trans jokes and you know, you can't joke about transgender people apparently. Uh, they you isolate anybody who does that and they didn't want to take part in it, which is stupid, but uh, there you go. On the boob tube tonight, Elizabeth Moss on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Emma Stone on Colbert, uh, Donald Glover on tonight's show with Jimmy Fallon. James Corden is, I guess, doing the late night run because he doesn't have his own <laughs> show anymore, but James Corden will be on Late Night with Seth Meyers, and that, friends, <laughs> is your next episode. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Oh, a big applause. A Tuesday crowd's a lot bigger. Holy cow. Great they like job. you more than they like me. Thank you, yeah. Mean um, Tuesday only applies to you. <laughs> Boy, that's, that does not seem fair, but here we are. Uh, I like Celine's idea <laughs> that James Corden stopped doing his show and now he kind of regrets it, and he doesn't know what to do with his time. So he's going on all the other late night shows. Well, I mean, he was just on somebody <laughs> else's show yesterday. What? I forget which one. That's like that sounds like something that could be the plot for a movie. So the guy like keeps bothering his friends who still do their shows, and he shows up all the time <laughs> because he doesn't know any other life to live. And uh, James Corden seems obnoxious. I don't know if I'm just buying into the news stories about him. I just I I feel like he seems like he could be obnoxious. I don't want and, him to not be obnoxious, even though I, I don't really feel like I have any sort of allegiance to him. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I feel I, I, I'll defend Fallon more than I defend James Corden. Ooh. Yeah. But, and Fallon used to get a bunch of crap for like not being political, which I always find really weird. And you must adhere to the belief system and you must have a political opinion. And it's like, well, why? What if he just wants to do something fun? He wants to do something different. How about I you just know. laugh and play games with celebrities? And and if you're not political, I mean, they, they got to find really obscure things to hate you for, like laughing uh -huh. too much or or getting drunk at bars. Yeah, yeah he has having done, too much fun. Like he's done pretty well for himself despite all of this stuff. I just I continue to wonder how long they could keep doing those kind of shows. They just don't have the legs that they used to. It seems like, why not just do a YouTube channel out of it now? That's <laughs> essentially what you're doing. Because they uh, don't have, there's, there's not a, uh, they, they've set a precedent for this is what you should do, right? If the, mm -hmm. the, the people who are promoting a new movie, they're like, well, we, we want to get you on some late night talk shows. Right. And then, you know, even though nobody watched the late night talk show, they might watch the interview later on YouTube. They haven't come up with a new, like uh, a new format to kind of deliver the, that content. Meanwhile, you know, it's just absolutely steamrolling every other show like that out there. Hot Ones. If you look at the lineup of guests that Hot Ones gets in any season, you can take any season you want. Go ahead. The new season that you're looking at right now is the names that every other show would die to have. And one of the reasons why I think that is is because it, it's a fun interview. Mm -hmm. Like it, like it seems like it would be fun to go on that show and be interviewed, and not like some like hardcore thing. Uh, okay, when we return, that we in the state of Florida, we're pushing to ban sixteen-year-old and younger folks off of social media accounts. And now in California, they're making a very interesting move. I told you this is going to spread. Wait till you hear what they're doing. That is coming up next on the news junkie. Your chance to win a brand in your hand is minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Brought to you by Mills Air. Oh, damn. 55 million Americans tuned into that Chiefs-Ravens game. 
That's a record for a championship game like that. Fifty-five million. And then, I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be just massive numbers as it usually is, uh, which is just insane to think about. And I'm telling you, I know you probably don't believe me when you hear me say this, but I'm serious. If somebody came up to me and said, Sean, here you go. Here's two tickets to the Super Bowl. You and Courtney can go enjoy the game. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I, don't, I wouldn't even want to go in person to do it. I just well, I, so rather watch it on television. I just I wouldn't even care about the journey over there. What if it was like, Sean, here's two tickets to sit in the luxury suite with uh with uh, we'll put you right there with Taylor Swift, and you can get you can get uh, you can get led in there um away from people. You know they'll take you in the freight elevator, and uh, you have all kinds of unlimited food and snacks in your. You know, hobnobbing with people. No, yeah, I mean that sounds a little more enticing, but I don't want to be in that that luxury box. As, as crazy as that sounds, you don't want to hobnob. No, because then they start little choreographed dances and stuff, and I never know what to do when that happens. If I'm sitting somewhere and then all of a sudden they're doing like a wave thing, and I'm then the camera's going to go on the suite, and they're going to be like, "Look at this loser who didn't know any of the dances." And couldn't even do the wave. How often do you think they're doing dances? I saw some dances. I'm telling you, yeah, I, and I saw choreographed. Some, yeah, and like they all had like moves they were doing together, mm -hmm. and then they That's would wave. The yeah, it's part of the psyop. It, it, just getting people to move in uh, coordination with each other is is one key element of that to get 55 million people watching. Uh, there you go for the folks that are they're ruining football. That woman who screamed it at Taylor Swift, you're ruining football. I mean, people still seem to be watching, 55 million of them or so. Um, before we get to you and your dispatches, I teased this on the show yesterday that I forgot to ask C-Lane about it, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but what I was going to ask you was, uh, C-Lane, you said it was one of the earlier times. You've done it a couple of times, I guess. But this weekend, you had a moment where somebody was babysitting Jackson, Yes. And you and your wife, for once, were able to go out and have some fun a little bit. Yeah. And, and enjoy yourselves. And I threw the question at you during the break, or after the show, I think I asked you this. Um, I was like, did you spend the whole time just thinking about Jackson being with somebody else and just thinking about the baby the entire time? Um, I don't know. The first time we had that situation happen... It was only like a couple hours, so we went. Uh, we went to happy hour. We went to uh, uh, Santiago, Santiago's. I almost said Santiago's mm -hmm. for some reason. Santiago, <laughs> Santiago's Bodaga, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we went there. And um, Ashley was a little sad right when when we, when we left the boy, and then. Right when we get there, there is a baby at the bar. <laughs> so, she, <laughs> so she was like, "Oh, you know," and then she's, "I miss the I miss the boy." And yeah. this time it was for a little bit, then it wasn't for a while. But then, you know, we went uh, to the hockey game, uh, the uh, whiteout night where Moses DeWitt did the ceremonial puck drop. Mm -hmm. and we went to the tailgate and stuff. And then uh, afterwards, we stopped by, uh, like I told you before, uh, the Taylor Swift dance party that a bunch of our yeah. friends were at. And um, then everybody that we hadn't seen in a while was like, oh, I want to see pictures of the baby. And so I was like, it wasn't so much that we were just like spent the whole time worrying about him, but he, I mean, it's not like he didn't come up. Yeah. I've never, I'm never going to forget the moment where Courtney and I were at um, the bar and this couple that had had a baby recently and they were going out for the first time, just like you were talking about. 
And they spent the whole time next to us on their phone looking at pictures of their baby. Yeah. What do you, what do you think he's doing right now? And I'm like, you guys, just get drunk. You worked a long time to get to this moment. You deserve this. Just well, yeah. pound some drinks. And uh, uh, initially, I was going to drive to the game and then, you know, kind of take it easy because we we're going to have to pick the baby back up. And then my in-laws offered to deliver him back mm-hmm. to our house. And I was like, oh, all right. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. turn that one down. That and then we did good. shots at Casey's. So. All right. Uh, Big Doug Millionaire on Twitch says, you did the right thing by not bringing the baby to the bar. Where are we at on uh, babies at bars? Is that just a flat-out no? You're not supposed mm-hmm. to have a baby at a bar? If it's a restaurant and a bar, it, it seems less bad. But you know what? W- w- the implication is the problem, isn't it? Like The implication is that these are these are parents with a baby and if they're both drinking, they're going to probably get in the car and get a DUI with this baby. That's not good. That's not a good social look, and people right. judge on that. I think that's kind of what, what people stigmatize it with. I mean, um, at one point, you could argue that um, you know, uh, you used to bring, if you brought a baby into a bar, it'd be very smoky. But most mm-hmm. of the bars you can't smoke in anymore, so that part will be removed. Uh, it's, it's almost like... You know, some people that bring babies to bars, they sit outside. It's almost like that's worse because that's where the smoke is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's true, actually. Uh, All right, real quick, I teased this, so let's get into it. Uh, In California, they are now following suit with Florida to try to keep the kids off social media platforms. They want all the kids off the platforms they're on. Instagram, Twitter, y'all see this? Spoiler alert, you'll never get them off TikTok. You can drag them, you can beat them, you can do whatever you want. They're still going to be on TikTok. But they said social media companies design their feeds to be as gripping as possible with complicated algorithms, shuffling posts and ads into a never-ending stream of entertainment. I don't know if I'd give them that much credit. I don't know how many times I'll go on Instagram and I'll scroll and I'll be like, this is a post from four days ago. Every day. What do I care about four days ago? Give me something from now. I want to see what Josh Fowler's doing right this moment. No. That's what I'm into. You're saying this literally as I'm scrolling by. Somebody comment on a post from January 30th, 2015. Yeah, what's going on with that? That's because Facebook does that thing where they're like, here's your memories. Maybe you should comment on your memory. I like doing the memories thing. I like time hop, but I don't think we need to like go back and keep rehashing stuff. I don't like time hop. <laughs> I'm anti time hop. Sometimes it'll pull up the post that I did and it's not a photo or anything. It's just like some, you know, status update that I posted. Oh, and did you think you were cool back then? Like when you were writing <laughs> the like, statuses? I cringe at some of mine, man. I'm like, why did I post that? There was one, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and I go, Oh God, should I delete that now? Like, it'll be like it'll be like twelve years ago. Chris Lane said, "Fire pit season rolling right now, y'all. <laughs> bring it. Hit me up if you know the uh, number. Hashtag sucker free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was so many of them. Oh, I don't know if I could pull them up here uh, while we're doing the show. But there was there's one the other day that was so bad. I go, I legitimately thought." about going back and deleting it. It wasn't offensive. It wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything like I'd get heat for. It was just cringe. It was yeah. like it was a, almost like what you were saying. Do you know where you find that? I don't even know where to find it on the uh, desktop. On uh, on Facebook if you're just at facebook.com, you have your um your whatever name you're under like if it's uh, right now it's mine, my personal mm-hmm. page. And then under that friends, memories, uh, memories, you click memories. Uh 
You don't have that at the top left? No, 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 no. I, because I'm, I'm on you know, desktop. I'm not seeing any of this. I'll find it. I'll find it during the break because I'll find what I posted or the one that came up yesterday or the day before. Oh, God. It was rough. I'm not going back and trimming anything, though. Cringe Sean is going to stay Cringe Sean. Some of you might argue that Cringe Sean has stayed Cringe Sean, but mm. I won't hear that. Let's go to you. Let's see what you got going on. And we've got Abu Bande with a dispatch that just says dance. I don't know what it means other than that. Hey, junkies. Hey. Just wanted to let you know I'm feeling a little bit down. You know, it's almost the end of dancing season. Uh, the Super Bowl will be the last opportunity we really have to you know, get up and dance <laughs> in the stands. So uh, my wife and I are going to go out to the Super Bowl. We already got some tickets, and and we've uh, already planned some dances. We choreographed some dance moves. Shut up, sir. They were, we're dancing. Get down and just uh, do our thing on the, uh, on the dance field. I mean, on the football field. Um, Touchdown lane. Dance. So... Great. All right. Okay. All right. Love enough. You. Enough is enough. Wiggle, wiggle. Thank poop, you very poop. much. I found the the historical stuff, but these all appear to be like other people tagging me and stuff. Okay, it's, like, it's just whatever whatever happened on your Facebook like this day in history. Here's an, here's an example. I don't even know what this means. Uh, if I if I could check, I would guess this was in the middle of the night. I just posted an audible catcher in the rye. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that's related to. I, I don't know. Like you're I, listening to 10:27 p.m. It was only 10:27 p.m., so it wasn't that late. Animals strike curious poses. Isn't just, that a song lyric? That's, that's Prince. Yes, it is. That is indeed Prince. Uh, is getting paid for this? Question mark. The further Radio. back you go, um, let me see. I some of the ones that have come up, I've gone. Oh, good God. I can't believe that. Oh, he's going was... to Coachella this year. Look <laughs> oh, at <did> you. you? <laughs> Bought tickets to Coachella. Was going to go with the girl that I was dating at the time. A time. Got into a fight with her and then said, uh, we're, if we're fighting, we're not going to Coachella together. So, uh, why? <laughs> Never went to Coachella. Oh, and you, you even added that if Amy Winehouse stops smoking crack and puts her clothes on, it might be a good show. <laughs> that See, I gotta get that out one here. did not age well. No, no, RIP. Oh, God. Yeah, 15 years ago is awake and working. I used to just post, like, oh, God. All right, let me get out of here. Let me That's how they you, had it designed. Yeah, you did. I, I used to do the same thing. Like, it would be like, Chris Lane is doing this yeah. because uh -huh. it, they put it, they made it look like a sentence, but it doesn't anymore. Is drinking by the pool. Is diving into Sunday fun day. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, all right. There you go. Uh, a big rumor in the political world. We got to tackle this in just a moment. We'll hear more from you and we'll see how bad things get on Mean Tuesday. That is all coming up next on the News Junkie. Real radio. It, it, it is. The monsters in the morning. There's only a dictatorship. Yeah, that's, that's right. the black side. We'll get to you and your dispatches in just a moment. Plus, an awkward moment on cable TV and a political conspiracy all coming up in just a moment or two here on the show. And we've been getting more demand to kind of go visit some of our friends at uh, some of the other stations that carry this show every single day. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if... Don't, we, we, don't even do it. Don't what, do what, it. What? You don't, don't know where I'm going. Don't, I know where you're going. You don't know where I'm I going. I know where you're going. They just released the lineup to SunFest. Mm -hmm. And you've been saying <laughs> we're going to go to SunFest for like a decade now. 
I have said this before, I guess. I don't remember necessarily saying it. Uh, mm -hmm. Generally, if I say you could bank on it, like, you know, that's a thing right there. But, you know, Dallas, of course, would love to get over there and hang out with you. And obviously, Rochester and all, all the other places where the show is heard. But in West Palm Beach, they have an event called Sunfest every year. It's a big uh -huh. show. Big show. And last year, we were even talking about doing a live appearance out there and meeting some of the folks who have listened to the show for, what, years now? I mean, I think we've been on there for... Yeah, it's been, been quite some time. Yeah, especially if you count just the weekends, mm -hmm. because the weekend edition stuff goes way back. Uh, I know, and, there, were, there were even some people that emailed in that they were upset that it uh, went away. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, they're getting like uh, eight hours uh, or more of the show a day. They're like, I'm a little bit upset that the Sunday replay is not on anymore. Okay, all right, okay. So I would love to go down there and do something for Sunfest for realsies. The problem is, now that I've said this multiple times and it's kind of turned into a bit, it seems like I'm just making it up again. But who's playing this year at Sunfest? You said you told me Billy Idol. Yeah, Friday, which... Saturday, Sunday. So Friday night, uh, Billy Idol, Nelly, and Shaggy. Mm -hmm. Nelly being the, the the top name on there. That's a good get. Then Shaggy's pretty cool too. The Fix. You know the Fix Two X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fix is awesome. I love them. Critical with K's, Fox Maple Band, and Slow Funk Pump. All right. Who are those people? Is that, uh, that maybe that's a local stage? Because they usually try to incorporate some local bands. The the last three that I named, Critical, uh, Fox Maple Band, and Slow Funk Pump. Uh, that's all one word, but if I try to say it too fast, it's going to be bad for me. <laughs> that's those, a dicey one. Those are the smaller fonted uh, uh, bands that are that are on there. But uh, sad. I think they also kind of divide the uh, the days up by genre. Yeah, like because, a country day and then like well, a rap Saturday day? is Cole Swindell, Young Gravy, The Revivalist, L King, uh, uh, Dylan Scott, Bryce Vaughn, some of these people I, I don't really know. But uh, Sunday, Revolution, Third mm -hmm. Eye Blind, Dashboard Confessional. All right. Oh, wow. I would love to see Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, I've never seen Third Yahoo. Eye Blind. Our friend Montessiahu. You've never seen Third Eye Blind? No, Me not neither. live. I would definitely like to see that. Oh, my God. If they did, like, motorcycle drive-by uh, live and everybody sing along to that. I would hope I would, so. I would, <laughs> if they just stared back at the stage, that would be bad. <laughs> if they just, that would be the most insane thing. If uh, And I, I was going to say you could do this as a bit, but it's actually happened on accident to Nickelback. If a band, big band, puts on a show and nobody in the audience, because it's like a flash mob thing, nobody in the audience reacts at all to any of the songs they play. <laughs> but that happened to Nickelback when they played in like Brazil or something. And they would finish the song and it would be like silence. And they'd go, no, Nickelback fans of Brazil, I guess. And they started to get mad. And one of the dumbest things you could do as a performer of any type is to start fighting with the audience while you're live on a stage in front of them, it's really a bad battle to get into. Now, I could do that here behind this microphone and stir things up to make things fun, but that's very, very different from what you're doing when you're on a stage. And Sealand remembers, I'm sure, when we went to Vegas for the iHeart uh, show, and the the band that was playing... They were I, don't because... remember, I don't even remember what the band was. They were playing the out, outdoor stage that we were yeah. at. And they had one song with, uh, uh, damn it, I almost said Bob Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah. One song, Macklemore came out for the song. Everybody went nuts. And then the rest of the songs they played, nobody gave a crap. And they were like, 
they, I think they got like combative. Yeah, he started fighting the audience, and then he's fighting the sponsors too. The guy who's in this band that's only famous because they have a song with Macklemore on the chorus that people were playing at the time, and the guy's like, "Ah, oh, it's stupid. This sponsored by Coca Cola." This stupid corporate sponsorship sucking the fun out of the music industry. And then I look over, he's wearing a Bud Light shirt as he's saying this <laughs> on, on the stage. And he's just going in and the crowd starts kind of booing. And then they start playing the radio song and Macklemore comes out. And I'm not super into Macklemore. And by that, I'm not trying to criticize him. I just don't know too much about him. I wasn't super into him at the time, but uh, I, I, after that, like heard a lot more of his stuff and, and was, uh, I was, very upset when I found out that he had come to town and I didn't know about it because I would have loved to go to that show. Because when he popped out, it was like, that's an entertainer. He popped out, the crowd starts going nuts, they get super amped up about this song that's on, and then the song ends and the band goes back to just fighting with the crowd again. And it's like, didn't you just see what that guy did, Macklemore? That's why he's super famous, right? Like, he's showing you how to entertain the crowd, right? He's showing you how to do this the right way. Okay, over to a couple of things. Number one, no, Nickelback awesome. fans of Brazil, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my Nickelback voice. <laughs> I guess. No, Nickelback fans of Brazil, I guess. <laughs> uh, I would like to to drive this thing, okay? And I think you guys would too. This has been seen around a couple of Florida neighborhoods. And take a peek at this. Here we go. And here you see it. Blaring poison. Nothing but a good time. What? Yeah, hell yeah. Is a massive public shopping cart that's just cruising through the neighborhood. It's and to promote a new Publix? I've never yeah. seen this before. Yeah, it says we open Thursday, January 25th at 7 a.m. So it's to promote a Publix, a new one that has, had opened up. This is five days ago now that it opened up, obviously. But that must mean that they have that thing, and then they can do it for whatever neighborhood they're opening up a new Publix in as each one opens. They I just, want to drive it around. They just tear through the neighborhood blaring nothing but a good time? Yeah, that's, that's their <laughs> Driving a giant Publix cart? <laughs> it's a massive, and I mean massive, it's up on See It Now over on the newsjunkie.com, so go take a peek at it if you're not watching, which is almost everyone. Uh, go over to the newsjunkie.com, hit the menu, and hit the See It Now section. You'll see how big this is. It's probably 25 feet tall, maybe 20 feet tall. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. I don't know. It's tall. It's big, whatever. I'd guess maybe 16 feet tall. Yeah, you're right, because I'm looking at the two-story house by it, and that yeah. house is taller. Um, that house is definitely taller than the shopping cart. But it's big, It's and it's cool-looking, and the guy's just cruising down the street, pumping some poison to promote the thing. Uh, and that is a good move on their Roll part. Roll that right back. There. Let's see that again. All right, that was on. cool. Because the guy just kind of went around the corner, already blasting it. <laughs> just no big whoop, just driving a shopping cart through a neighborhood here. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, we're shopping. <laughs> Nothing but a pleasure. Oh, I love it. Go check that out over on the See It Now section of the newsjunkie.com. Okay, over to this. This is a woman who was just on MSNBC, and her name is E. Jean Carroll. You may know her as the woman who just won a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump. She won, in that case, $83.3 million in a judgment. Uh, the big payout against Donald Trump 
led for him to get very upset and start posting over on Truth, wherever he posts. The only active Truth user I know is Josh Fowler. He's, he's number one over oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm very, very popular. Yeah. He's, he is like, he's what got more you, followers than Trump. What are you Truth about? Uh, you know, just uh, the liberal media and uh-huh. uh, Taylor Swift psyop is a big one right now. I get a yeah. lot of retruths on that. Yep. Yeah, uh, and I say how much I wish Ronald Reagan was still alive to be our president. That's a good one. That gets him going over yeah. there. Uh, and he talks about the militia he's in the process of forming. So yeah, yeah. All, all this banter works out really well. And E. Jean Carroll, she won this lawsuit. And she seems like super excited about it, which... Hell, if I won $83 million, I don't know if she'll ever see that. Like I, They said if Trump wants to appeal the verdict, that he has to put up $83 million and put it in like a, uh, what do they call those accounts? Escrow. And like an escrow account. Yeah, like an escrow account. And then if he loses the appeal, it automatically transfers the $83 million into her account. Damn, I wish there was a way to visualize that. Like, uh, you know, that obviously they're not physically the putting, yeah. Like, want, oh, you think it's like, like, like the solitaire cards I going? Want, I want the 83 million in cash to be in a giant bowl, uh, so, like, like, oh, like, like Squid, Squid Game, game right? <laughs> Squid Game style bowl. And that's the escrow account. And then when he appeals this, and if he doesn't win, the just hits the plunger and it just a slide opens up and it slides right down into her account. You're right. We don't have enough theatrics in our legal system. Damn we, right. This is more exciting if you do it that way. So I guess this was a little strange when she was on MSNBC talking to Rachel Maddow. Let's check it out for ourselves. You've talked about using some of Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. Yes. I had such such great ideas (laughs) for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel... You and I are going to go shopping for oh. completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, Okay. France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh, all right, all right. Okay. That's a joke. Uh, I think her attorney's getting a little uncomfortable. It's just like, no, uh, my client is kidding right now. We She's- do not like fishing in France. Uh, and tr- if Trump is watching this back home, his blood is literally boiling in his veins. It's like, oh, my God. They're, she's going to take that money. She's going to give it to the MSNBC lady. You know, they're going to really. He might have a heart attack before the election. If this comes <laughs> to fruition, if somebody gives Rachel Maddow money out of the $83 million settlement, whew, goodbye to Trump. I think that'll uh, do him in. All right. Um, we got time for some dispatches, right? Yeah. We could do this. Sure. Let's go over to some of these. Wow, you don't sound jazzed about it. No, no, I'm saying sure them? about the time. No, I'm, I'm not going to play them now. Play the dispatches. Man. No, I'm not going to play them anymore. Dude, just play the Why dispatches. Why would I play them on a mean Tuesday anyhow? There's no reason for me to want to play anymore. Maybe there's been a change in scenery. <sighs> change right, in meanery. <laughs> <laughs> Please let, let like there I, be a change in meanery. Like I... Uh, <laughs> Like, I really served that one up to you, Josh. <laughs> you did, and I appreciate it. Uh, let's go over to Seychelles. Uh, and it's not about iPhones for once. You don't know. Good um, afternoon, the news junkie, Sean, Celine, and Pigman. Sean, you are right mm-hmm. on that part. I'm with you. 
Thank because you. my wife does the same thing. We'll go out and do the shopping. She'll put everything in the cart. And then when we had the cash register, she suddenly remembers that she forgot something and walk away. So in the meantime, right. I have to finish putting everything in the cart and pay for it. Yeah. Then she come back and she go, oh, you paid? I was about to pay for it. So that way she can pay only one item. <laughs> but you are dumb enough. Or maybe smart. <laughs> uh, I see he's got some built up resentment over this interaction here. This is the first <laughs> I've heard him ever do an impression of his wife, and I really <laughs> like it. Hold on, let's let him finish. Hard enough, depending on which side you are on, to just play along with her and don't pay for everything and wait for her to come back so that she can pay for it. Yeah, good on you, bro. All this right. message has been brought to you by, by Samsung. Samsung. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. There's no way we we're going to get away from that. Uh, one more. Here is uh, John the Exterminator. It says enough is enough. That seems like meanery. That seems like it's, it's something angry. That's it, John. Enough is enough. I am unsubscribing from secret shows because of your stance on the big booty hoes. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Never said your stance on that. Oh, my bad. I'm, I'm going to say well, why don't you, that. Why don't you give your stance? All right. When we come back, I'll give my stance on Big Booty Hose. It's, <laughs> I know everybody's just been waiting for a very, very long time to hear where I come down on the Big Booty Hose. Ooh. But uh, I'll let that take out of the bag, as people say, right? We'll say that uh, in just a moment. Foreigner that, in a strange land. <laughs> that makes sense. You're a foreigner. Stranger in a strange land. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole. That's the saying. That that the follow up is foreigner in the strange <laughs> land. It's like it's they're very similar. You sound, like, you sound like we don't like foreigners in our strange <laughs> land. It does sound a little like anti immigrant. Yeah, it does sound a little like a guy who's got the wall on this his shirt. This is our <laughs> strange land. <laughs> oh God. Okay, quick break. Back with whatever that is coming up next on the news junkie. What's more exciting than a brand new iPhone with a dozen cameras? How about real radio on your iPhone? Just tell Siri to play real radio 104.1. This is Clay Travis. Here's what's trending from the iHeart Sports Network. Presented by Mercedes-Benz. Newsjunkie.com and anonymous emails. Got a couple things to get into here. Actually, got a, an, an actual letter to the house too that we'll talk about. Uh, and then before, a letter correcting you on something? Um, no, no. Thank God. That would have been something else. Somebody mailed me a letter to my house and said, uh, "Actually, by the way, actually, you got this wrong." Uh, we'll see what was in that letter in a moment or two. And then at the top of the hour, we'll uh, have some more information about Just OK 8. So hang tight. Uh, tips at the newsjunkie.com. I can remain anonymous, this says. The best thing about this world that we live in is that we can still all have different opinions, but should still be able to get along. Oh, that's pie in the sky. Uh, people that get so well, triggered over one either. thing. Uh, me too. Uh, people that get so triggered over one thing said by somebody else to where they want to wave the cancel flag is just hilarious. Imagine being so sensitive to somebody else's opinion that you have to tell them that they crossed the line in your own head. We don't agree on a lot of stuff that you say, but it's your opinion and it's based off personal experiences that you've had, Anonymous says. I think you should just randomly give somebody a free month of secret shows to compensate for that person leaving if he's actually canceling his membership. Hell, he's probably listening today just to see if you roast him. Have an excellent rest of your week and keep on entertaining us like you do every single weekday. 
Love you guys and hope Sabrina gets better soon, says Anonymous. Thank you for that email. Uh, and this was an actual, like I went out there, and there's actually a, a, like a package that somebody had sent. It's an adorable little package, like a tiny little box. And I open it up, and this is from Bob. And Bob actually wrote this out to us. Handwritten. It says, hey, yeah, yeah, handwritten. Wow. Like, real deal, you know? It's like actually handwritten, like he's uh, writing to Eminem there. Hey, Sean, I'm a big fan of the show, both of them, he says. I've been listening for quite a while. I got a new laser engraver recently, and I'm still experimenting with the settings. I was listening to secret shows the other night of work and thought about making these. Hope you can get some use out of them. Love the show and keep up the good work, says Bob. And he says, P.S., I know this is probably kind of weird. Not a creeper or a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) After listening for a while, I was just curious as to where you lived and... um, Stop reading. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Enjoy the coasters, he said. And he got some laser engraved coasters. Oh, cool. Some secret shows ones here that he made. And they came out really nice. Yeah, they're great. Don't you have one of those laser engraver things, C-Lane? No, uh, Moses has one. Josh uses it. Yeah, I have what, it at my house. What's that cricket thing that you that you have? Oh, Isn't the, that a- the cricket is for, um, like, it, it's mostly a cutting tool, mm-hmm. although you can put pens in it and have it, like, draw stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's for cutting, like, different, like, materials to make uh, stickers or vinyl. Uh, you could do, like, iron-on kind of stuff. You can do all kinds of stuff. It's really fun. Yeah, I only heard about that through you, and then I started seeing them all over the place. I mean, like, that. I, uh, one, one year when we were cricketing other stuff, like, I had this random light bulb idea because I didn't have a lot of, uh, gifts taken care of for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I should get my mom, uh, like a Yeti. And I'd get her, get her like a, like a Dave Matthews Yeti. She would really like that. Okay. And so I got a, like ten or eleven dollar Yeti knockoff from Michaels, and just downloaded the logo and had it cut out the logo and then stuck it on there and boom, it's like a bootleg Dave Matthews Yeti that costs a lot less than it would if I had just ordered from the fan site. Now, while that is sweet, do you not live in a household with like fifty Stanley tumblers? This was you. This was a couple years ago. This was before the Stanley tumbler. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thing i think i think mama lane deserves a stanley i think she deserves that level our newest stanley that we got over the christmas season was uh laser etched by somebody who has that sort of device and it's really cool what's laser etched onto it uh it was like uh it's it's for ashley and it says like mama and it has jackson's name and birthday oh that's sweet Yeah. yeah that's very cute uh, okay, let's get into it. Here we go, friends. Just getting ready for it. Let's do jury duty. Court is now in session. So put your phone down and pay attention. Before we call the bailiff over to whip your ass, you're now on jury duty with the news junkie. Jury brought to you by the one, the only, Mo DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. 866-CALL-MO. 866-CALL-MO. Or go to justcallmo.com. To all you who went out to the hockey game and saw Moses out there, uh, thank you. Glad you had a good time out there. Wish I could have made it out. Uh, next time, I will be there working with Moses to, uh, I'm going to take him out. It's going to be on my dime. We're going to go grab something uh, to eat and catch up this week or next week. Uh, I, th- I tossed that out to Moses, and Moses is like, he mowed it up. He's like, here's what we're going to do. You're, we're going to fly in my plane to Tampa. We're going to go to this steakhouse. And I'm like, Mo. 
I don't know if I have any clothes that are appropriate for this this better, fancy place. Better wait, go wait. buy a suit. Uh-huh. Did you say Burns? Did you say you're going to go yeah, to Burns? Yeah, yeah that's was where Burns. I'm going this weekend. Oh, are you really? Oh, cool. Maybe you guys can all hang out together, and I'll just <laughs> sit at home not eating fancy steak. <laughs> I think that's the place you recommended, or you said we were going to maybe swing by. I don't, I don't think he would do a flying trip to Tampa for a steakhouse that's not Burns. Yeah, is that place is there only one of them, or is it like a chain? I think there's only one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I really want to do that, and it sounds super fun. But man, this this week is crazy. This month is crazy. I'm trying just to get by. Um, I do have this for you though. As we get into jury duty from the Associated Press, they said hidden prison labor web linked to foods from Target and Walmart. Oh, my God, friends. OMG, as it were. They're telling you that prison labor is behind the food that you're eating from Target and Walmart, which sounds really bad until you look into it just a little bit more. This says unmarked trucks packed with prison raised cattle roll out of the Louisiana State Penitentiary where men are sentenced to hard labor and forced to work for pennies an hour or sometimes nothing at all. After rumbling down a country road to an auction house, the cows are bought by a local rancher and then followed by the Associated Press another 600 miles to a Texas slaughterhouse that feeds into the supply chains of giants like McDonald's, Walmart, and Cargill. So they say prisoners are making this food, and this is uh, unfair, and it's like forced slave labor, if you will. I have seen a bunch of docuseries about Louisiana State Penitentiary. It is a really, really cool prison. And the prisoners who work in these programs where they basically let them be cowboys, they have them out there like on horses and like roping steers and doing all of this stuff. Just without the gun part, I would assume. Yeah, no guns. They don't, they don't give them that. But the prisoners who do this work are, it's like something that they have to work hard to get access to. It's very, very, very sought after to be able to be out on the ranch that's attached to this prison. And then I bet, you know, if they, they're able to get that skill, that's one of those skills that, you know, I mean, prisoners end up being cowboys. Uh-huh. You know, you know like it's not like uh, you're getting, like, you're going to go to some financial firm or something after prison. <laughs> well, you could. White-collar prison, <laughs> there's yeah. Not, I mean, there's, yeah. No, there's not a lot of places where you have, like, a... Yeah, suit and tie job mm-hmm. th- that you're like, oh well, I was in prison before, but uh, you know, for something, you know, for something prisony like fighting, violence, <laughs> gang, <laughs> gang activity. I think a prisoner <laughs> could go to any number of jobs after serving this. Yeah, sentence. I think so too. You know who doesn't <laughs> think so? The people hiring for the jobs. <laughs> You know, you're not wrong. They do ask you that <laughs> that old felon question from time to time. Uh, they said they're America's most vulnerable laborers. If they refuse to work, some could je- jeopardize their chances of parole or face punishment, like being sent to solitary confinement. They're also often excluded from protections guaranteed to almost all other full-time workers, even when they're seriously injured or killed on the job. Well, if these people are working, I think there should be you know things to protect their safety and all of that. But it, I don't know if the person who wrote this has watched any of the stuff that I've watched. It's a very, very, very sought-after thing at this place. Uh, Alicia knows what I'm talking about. She says they have the rodeo at the prison. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a very, very unique setup that they have. And they've worked to rehabilitate a lot of people 
in these programs. So I'm all for the programs. I'm all for them doing this. And I'm also all for if you have a prison like this that's on state funds, if they can generate income to offset the taxpayer dollars, I don't have a problem with that. As long as you're not forcing, right? And I don't think they're actually forcing prisoners to do this at this place. It's an option that they can do as best I know. I could be wrong about that, but as best I know, that's one thing that uh, that they have right. Uh, I would like to know from Alicia... Is the prison rodeo of uh is that publicly available? Like can can people that yeah. are not in prison go watch the prison rodeo? Yeah, yeah, it's like a big thing. Could locally. you imagine if you went to the prison rodeo and there was an escape and they're uh, like they're like sorry guys, we have to cancel tonight's prison rodeo due to all the rodeo prisoners escaped. Uh, there was something that happened at one of them, and I can't remember for the life of me. What it was, whether it was drugs or like having sex with one of the the people that showed up to it, like the, okay. the spectators, something happened where they stopped them from doing it for a while. But I think they have it back in check now. And these guys would work so hard to learn how to ride bulls. And oh, it was um, it was a, a sexual assault. Was it? Yeah, the teenage girl reportedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, a good reason for, to shut it down. Yeah, for a while they they either shut it down or they like you know investigated that particular incident for a while. Um, so there you go. I think it's an interesting thing. If you want to check it out, you can look up the Louisiana State Penitentiary, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, we got to take a quick break, friends. When we come back, some updates about Just OK Eight. What's happening? What's going down? What do you need to know? Well, that is all on the other side. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Your chance to win a grand in your hand is minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Brought to you by Mills Air. Just OK 8 is right around the corner. In fact, whenever I see through the video monitor, the screen behind me show the countdown until Just OK 8. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like a month and a half or something. You know? ah, it freaks me out to even think about that. And tickets are going on sale really soon. We have, I don't know if you heard about this, Josh, but uh, some of the stuff for the VIP swag is going to be great. And the, the Stanley killers are particularly awesome. I think Stanley's over with. They might as well just pack up shop. They're not going to be able to exist after this water bottle in the VIP swag bag at Just OK 8 is released. And I can inform some of you, only a very small portion of you, though, that there will be a few extra. We usually have a pop-up shop at the event, and we'll have some merch there. And we're not going to have a lot like we usually do because we had an end-of-year sale. But we will have some stuff. And the Stanley Killers, the water bottles that are absolutely amazing, uh, the best of the best, couldn't be better, they are going to be on sale too. There's a limited, limited amount. Like When I say limited, I mean I think there's like 20. So there's not many of these that are going to be outside of the VIP bags. So make sure that if you want something like that, you're showing up to the event early or just make sure you're part of VIP so you automatically get it. Uh, and I'm working on a lot of the other stuff that's going to be in the VIP swag bag. As we said yesterday, we're going to open it up. There's going to be a whole like VIP lounge uh, right next to the stage. They'll have like you know, tables and everything, a whole huge area. And there's going to be all kinds of extra stuff for you folks to do on March 16th at Plaza Live. And if you're wondering, like, yeah, well, where can we get the tickets? Well, just be patient. And could be this week. Could be next week. I'm not going to tell you exactly when, but very soon. 
the VIP tickets will go on sale, and those will not, trust me on this, last very long. They're going to go very quickly. So uh, make sure when we when you see those, you nab them as fast as you possibly can. Uh, there is a bit of a controversy in Spain right now. They're upset about effeminate Christ. How could you do this to them? Somebody had a, 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 I don't know if it's like a, I don't know what to call it. It's like a design that they've done with Christ in it. And uh, the people who are religious in Spain said, how could you do this? Christ is too effeminate, and this is offensive to us. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it. an effeminate-looking Christ before. I think Christ kind of always looks effeminate, if I'm honest. I hope that's not offensive. Like but... uh, there was a there was a church that we used to go to when my <clears throat> uh, grandparents lived down in Miami, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember like I would look at the, the 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 crucifix that was up, you know, the giant one that's up in the back. Yeah, and not only was he a little tanner than the really white Jesus that I was used to, but he kind of seemed to do like a hey, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, sexy Jesus! Like, uh, well, like you know. he was—he was lifting off of the cross in, hey. in the sassy he just, he way. Was, uh, he looked a little sassier than <laughs> you know than the Catholic Church Do that I know who my father is. <laughs> uh, here's the one that is angering these folks in Spain. I don't think it's really effeminate. It looks like I, Jared I, Leto. It, it does look like Jared it Leto. Jared Leto, Jesus, for sure. But all those things are the same as they always are. It's a light-skinned man with long hair and a beard. This is up on See It Now for those of you who haven't seen it. And he's got, like, you know, robes tied around his waist. Is the bottom half what they would consider effeminate? Because otherwise it just like looks like regular old young Jesus to me. Mm. I don't see anything that it's stands gotta out. It's got to be the bottom half because his face looks exactly like an old painting that my grandpa had in his house. Yeah, if I cross out, if I put use my hand to cover up his body, then the face looks like every other Jesus I've seen for the most part. And the bottom is like... What I is mean, Jesus pointing at? Uh, I don't know. He you is know. pointing at something. Is he pointing at the guy that's standing next to the poster? Hey, <laughs> because, hey this guy. Hey, he's got, he's got like a thing going on. I, but the bottom of it has him with like these rags tied around him. But I don't think there's anything weird about it. I don't know that there's anything... Too crazy, but maybe this does it for you. Let us know. Go to the newsjunkie.com and check it out in the See It Now section over there because folks are not happy about sexy Jesus. I think I've seen sexier Jesus is, if that's a thing. Jesus. I. I. <laughs> 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 that's a weird done, word. <laughs> done more sexy than this previously. Before we hear from you, the stats are in, and this is perfect for the folks who hate the Super Bowl, hate football. I see some people posting that in chat. Couldn't care less about the Super Bowl. Not going to watch. Don't care about it at all. Talk about something else. Well, if that's your thing, you can always watch the Puppy Bowl, I guess. You got that. There's always some kind of counter-programming to the Super Bowl. But most people do watch, and that's okay, too. You know, Most people are, are into it, and they want to gather together. I don't know if it's... um. Is the Super Bowl a big bar day, or is it more like you go over to a friend's house and watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know, because it depends. A lot of the bars try to go above and beyond to make it a bar day, to make the decision mm-hmm. for you. So, like, usually if you were going to a friend's Super Bowl party, there would be a, an arrangement of, of food and, oh, and yeah. Super Bowl uh, uh, football snacks, yeah. you know, wings, 
Uh, all fried chicken is that a Super Bowl thing? Burgers and dogs. Uh, yeah, I think any look anything fried. I think could be part you know, of the, the spread. Various chips and dips and stuff. So like over the years, like friends of ours at different bars have like put up like, all right, we're gonna do uh, one of the one of the places did did the Donald Trump Super Bowl and did all like McDonald's and Taco Bell and, uh, <laughs> and Popeyes that. and it it was a hit. Yeah. And, so, and, and so I think they, like. There are people that will make it a bar day, and it's up to the bar to like entice them with uh, various food offerings. Yeah, I, I see this from Patrick on Twitch. He says, it used to be a huge day for TV sales. I still hear stuff about that. Like, right before the Super Bowl, people will go get a brand new TV so that they could show it off when everybody comes over to watch the big game. And I'm sure there's still some of that going on. But I think one of the things that might be going on in the world of TVs is... Like, I got a big TV. I don't have any need to upgrade my TV right now. It's the same spot I'm at with my iPhone. Like, my everything I have is fine. When I look at the new stuff, I'm like, I don't know how much better it is. They're not changing as drastically as they used to. Like, you no. get a slightly brighter screen, and that's about it. Yeah, have we hit peak TV? Because, I, I like, mine's fine for now. How many problems with it? Yeah, I get and, that OLED. Yeah, I get some of those, but that's where it doesn't that get into crazy, crazy expensive. It's like three grand and up, or the another, clear TVs. Another, uh, I, I don't get this. They're they're really pushing that wireless TV, and I'm like, there's no there's no wireless TV. Like, how do you power it? That needs a wire. Yeah, I, it, it. I know what you're talking about. It was like this the TV, so it didn't have to have a a wire plugged directly into it, right? Something. Yeah, they they there's commercials running for it all the time. I mean, you could just wire your television up and have a handyman come over and do it so the wires go into the wall and it's clean and you don't see anything. You're not going to notice anything regardless. Most people now are into those, the frame. You know, have you seen the frame where it looks like a giant picture frame? I think you oh, looked yeah. at that, right, C-Line? Didn't you look at those recently? I, I saw them on, on, on the website. Yeah, those are uh, a target for a lot of people. Anyhow, no matter how you watch it uh, next Sunday, uh, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday, you got to know this about the game, and this is what a lot of people get upset about. They say for five months of the year, the National Football League, this is from Courts QZ, dominates Sundays in the United States. It's more popular than church, more popular than church by a wide stretch. The NFL's popularity is all the more remarkable when you inspect the fare it has to offer each week on television. An average professional football game is three hours and 12 minutes, right? So that's how long the broadcast usually lasts, three hours and 12 minutes. But if you tally up the time when the ball is actually in play, the action amounts to a mere 11 minutes of actual action going on on the field. They said part of the discrepancy has to do with the basic rules of American football. Unlike hockey or basketball, the 60-minute game clock in football can run even when the ball is not in play. So that's where they're using their time on this. That means a lot of the game time is spent standing around or huddling up before each play begins. The Wall Street Journal found years ago that there was only 11 minutes of action during these games, and there were more than 100 commercials that aired during the broadcast. And just so you know, those commercials are expensive, even the local That's ones. why you got to do the, the one-second commercial. Holla! Mm. That was great. That was a really <laughs> cool campaign. I forgot about that. Yeah, they did that, and they, they got 31-second commercials. So for one second, this fun guy would pop on the screen and go, Hala! And just, that would be it. But it was better to me than one 30-second commercial. 
Can't tell you how many go by that I don't remember. Do you remember any Super Bowl commercials from last year? Can you name a single one that you saw during the last Super Bowl? No. Wait, was last year FTX? It could have been. With Larry David? The crypto commercials? Yeah. It, it very well could have That's been. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, none of the other ones stick with me. The day after, we're like, this one was the best, and this one was the best. There was a, the crypto one right. that looked like a QR code was just kind of floating around for a second. Oh, we didn't really know what to do. That was a no. decent crypto one. That was good, actually. That It was a crypto QR ad that was like a screensaver, like where it goes and it's going to go up into the corner of the screen. And it's bouncing around like the DVD screensaver. Yeah. I think that's what they had. And there wasn't even any audio along with it. That one was smart, and I think that one worked. But so many of them, you just end up forgetting completely. Uh, let's have a couple of dispatches join us here on the show today. And we've got Hardcore talking about steak. Fine, we'll allow that. There you go. Hey, Sean. Hey. See, <clears throat> Lane. Just want to let you know, if you're going to Burns, make sure you do the dessert section of Burns. That's right, dessert room. Burns is awesome. But the dessert section is even that much better. I can't do it. Enjoy. I hope you get to go. You will have a great time. And the food is awesome. I can't do Thanks. it right now. Because I worked hard to get down. I was down to 189. I was trying to get down to maybe like 175. Right? That would be like where I would stay for good. And then I stopped smoking. And then it's like at first with the nicotine stuff, it's you just really want to you really want to smoke or you really want to eat something. And so now I'm back up to like 195 or something, 196. Oh, so you chose to eat something, huh? I chose to eat something, <laughs> yeah. And I, well, I was like, I'm, I'm getting rid of one bad thing. Maybe I can swing this way for a second. And I've got to work that back down. So if I go to a fancy place like that, I can't do the dessert too. I've got to cut that out. I only reward myself like one day per week going out and eating like that. I'm trying to get better at all this stuff. Believe it or not, I actually want to live a little bit longer. And if I would have stayed on the road that I was on doing all the bad things all at once, I don't know how much time I would have had on that road. And now hopefully I can make it a little longer, but no, no dessert for me now. Here's your local long guy. Hey, happy mean Tuesday, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, mm -hmm. yeah, local go ahead. long guy here. You know, a couple guys say they're gonna unsubscribe because of your views and your controversial takes. Uh huh. Not controversial. Think I might subscribe just to kind of offset that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. Right. Everybody out yeah. there who wants to rally up and support, go to thenewsjunkie.com and subscribe today. You won't regret it. You'll love it. You'll have a good time. I know you will. And the last one for now is from Fez. It says, "I swear this song is clean." Which makes me think that the song might not be clean. Uh, let me remember where the dump button is. Yeah, get yourself acclimated in there, Josh. All right, you got it? All right, I let's see it. what Fez has for us. It says, I swear this song is clean. Shopping at Publix is a pleasure. They're forced to say it. That shopping at Publix is a pleasure. And they don't give a... Mm, uh, I'm not going to do that to you guys. Don't Thank worry. Thank you. Oh, man. It was really dicey there for a second, sir, but we got hey, through it together. Lovely vocal range. Not bad. Better than me, I think. I'm not going to try. I, I sang the last two shows that we did. I uh, sang the Mortgage Guy Don song. And today I was all prepared. I was like... I, People I said, were I expecting it, too. <laughs> they were. I, and I said, I got to prepare myself. And right when C-Lane is doing the whole spiel before the next episode, I was like, I'm going to wrap it if he comes to me. 
I'm going to bust that no! out. No! <laughs> what was that going to sound like? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we may never know. Because I was not confident on it. You know, I was <laughs> like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, Sean, seriously, for your career, should you do this? Like, some of the things that are out there, they're bad enough so that a program director would see them and go, no, just because that's so terrible. I would never hire this guy. I wouldn't want that anywhere near our radio station. It's poison. Just like the song. Oh, look at that. Full circle. Nice. All right. We're back in just a moment. A newspaper is in big trouble for something one of their journalists did. And I honestly can't believe that they did this. Wait till you hear it. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Real Radio is on Instagram at Real Radio 1041. Sponsored by the law offices of Anajar and Levine. Another podcast about stalking somebody. You have your target of your podcast, and then you locate them, even if they don't want to be located. Like, they had the Richard Simmons one, and now they're going after Matt Drudge of the Drudge Report, who I wonder how many people actually know who that is at this moment. Uh, I saw I somebody know. in the chat that was like, who the hell is Matt Drudge? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of younger people would not know who Matt Drudge was. Uh, he's like an online journalist guy. But whenever they do these podcasts, it's, it always, I don't think it's a good look, you know? It's like, we're going to chase down this person that is notoriously away from the public light. And maybe he'll even sit down with us. Yeah. Then the whole thing is to get him to do that, right? So you get the big moment for your podcast. I don't know. I, I really didn't like the Richard Simmons one. And at the time, there was a lot of people who were like, oh, man, this is great. I'm listening to it. And I listened to it a little bit, and I was and after they, they tried the third or fourth time to ambush Richard Simmons because Richard Simmons didn't want to be in the public eye, it just turned on me. And I said, this is weird. This is like really, it's, really strange. It's like paparazzi with a podcast. Yes, it's a paparazzi podcast. Paparazzi. That is really, really strange that you do that. Like imagine any, anything else like this. Where Searching for Sean Watson. Uh-huh. I'm going to hound this Sean. This on iHeartRadio. <laughs> And he might even sit down with us. <laughs> I'm not sitting down with him. I'll tell you right now. Uh, those are weird. It's weird to just chase around somebody. And we'll go through his history. We'll talk to people who worked with him, who fought with him. And then we'll try to sit down with the man himself. Like, why don't you leave him alone? If he, if he wants to be talking to you, he'll talk to you. If not, like, you're going to chase him outside of his house. I think he lives down in Miami somewhere down there. Uh, he made a lot of money over the years with links on a website. Did very, very well. I made money off of him, too, though. So I got that going. It's one of the first Internet jobs I had way, way back in the day. I would work with news websites, and I would send links to Matt Drudge. And if the link got up on the website, I would get $150 for each one that he would post up there that I sent him. Uh, and I would get money if people, like if Perez Hilton, you remember uh, Perez Hilton yeah, used to yeah. be a thing? I don't know what he does now. I, maybe that's still a, a thing. I just don't hear anybody talking about it anymore. Um, but, we definitely uh, got posted on the Drudge Report once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Which had, one was that? Oh, it's the what one we it? had to take down. Oh, because yeah. Because there was a murder. Was, and this <laughs> was video. Yeah, this <laughs> video of the murder. Yeah. That, that was a wild ride, though. Uh, yeah, I made some money off of that guy. Leave him alone. He doesn't want to be seen. He doesn't want to be seen. And whenever you don't want to be seen, people come up with the most elaborate stories about you. Richard Simmons doesn't want to come out because he's trans now. And to boot, he's an ugly trans. So he's really embarrassed <laughs> about it. And so he doesn't want to be seen in the public eye in this new Griselda character that he's... It's like, what, dude? Stop being weird. 
So many weird people out there. Do yeah. not get it. Maybe he's just tired. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't want to do anything. The, the man did, uh, was he sweating with the oldies? Is that him? I think so. He did sweating with the oldies, did all these things. It's a huge force out there. He made everybody laugh and smile, and, and it, you just didn't get enough out of it. I think that one's the worst. That's why I keep going back to it. But stop chasing people down for podcasts, please. Let's not do that. If we have a clapping moment with all the iHeartRadio staff and that guy who does that podcast is there, I'm going to sit on the side like Bo and Yang. Uh, <laughs> not take them part. That's your um, Dave Chappelle, huh? Yep. That's my line in the sand. I'm not participating in this. They said right now it is number one on Netflix, and I don't know why. Uh, it's the top film. Right now, people are going nuts. They're saying, I give it an 11 out of 10. And it's a movie that I watched a super long time ago, like at the beginning of last year or sometime last year. I don't know why now Ambulance is starting to get press coverage and more people are watching it. Maybe Netflix did a uh, like a front page promotion on their website for it or something. But have you guys seen this, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? I don't know mm -mm. what that is. Oh, God, it's good. I thought everybody watched it when it came out, but nobody seemed to until right now. I think that's it's, because people, uh, uh, ladies mostly, are we're still punishing Jake Gyllenhaal because that's what we do to people who have wronged either Taylor Swift or Britney Spears. Oh, who, which uh, one did he wrong? Taylor Swift. Jake Gyllenhaal was with Taylor Swift. He's the he's the subject of the ten minute song about leaving her on her twenty first yeah, birthday. The one that that oh. guy likes. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't even know that until just now. I knew that she writes all the songs about her exes and stuff. I thought John Mayer was the one that everybody John would Mayer. John Mayer was one of them, but That's I think dear John. I think um, uh, I think that Taylor kind of squashed that beef when she invited Dear John to play on. Taylor's version of Dear John. Oh, really? And okay. I sound like a like a you, raging you, female right now. The psyops you know, working. It's, it is. It's getting through to Zealand. You know a lot about Taylor Swift. I didn't know any of that. I hear all this stuff from my wife. It's a, she tells me all this. And then the, the other thing is, and I didn't even get to it in the next episode, but she told me about this, and there was a story that I saw today about how you know they're going after. We talked a little bit yesterday how they're going after Justin Timberlake now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because we remember what you did to Britney. You know, you made her have an abortion. And um, <laughs> and so Justin Timberlake has a new song called Selfish. Yeah, that's and the one he played on SNL, right? I, I think it's one of them, yeah. yeah. And then so to uh, battle and punish Justin Timberlake, all the Britney fans band to, you know, banded together and they listened to... One of her songs that's also called Selfish, but it was released years ago on like on like a bonus disc, not even like a real release. And uh, her selfish is beating his selfish on the charts. My God. What a world. These people need to go. They need to visit the outside world. Just go inhale some oxygen. Wander around your neighborhood. There's stuff to see out there. There are things to see and things to do. And I can't believe how deep down these rabbit holes people end up going. Uh, Staley says over on YouTube, Jake was her first true love, I believe. I don't know about her Rolodex. I did know a little bit at one point about John Mayer's Rolodex, which was very impressive. It's extensive. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like you know all of the names that you can think of. Right, Jennifer Aniston, right? Is it, is yeah. Her? I love Hewitt. Ooh, yeah. there you go. Your body's a wonderland. And Katy Perry. Um, that other like, one, all the pop stars, that one Every, song about that one girl, 
uh, yeah. where they're slow dancing and the room is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you. I think that might have been Katy Perry. That was her. It really? I, okay. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. Anyhow, Ambulance, the movie. I don't know why everybody slept on this when it came out, but it is very, very good. If you like the movies where it starts, it's action heavy, and it just goes all the way through the end. I know people hate on Michael Bay. Like people legitimately hate Michael Bay. They hate Michael That's Bay movies. Stupid. It's fun to hate on people and and goof around. But if you if you go like I'm not watching that Michael Bay movie, I would watch it if it weren't Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't that get one that. name is what stops you from enjoying something. Yeah, is it fun or not? There's you know what movies people absolutely one thousand percent sleep on. They look at it and they think it's dumb and they don't ever go for it. But they are great movies. Okay. Probably Woody, the best. Woody, uh, Alan? No, 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 no. Woody <laughs> Allen movies. <laughs> no, I'm not going that direction. Mm. They are probably the best comedy movies of the last 10 years, I think, if both of them were in the last 10 years. I Broken think Lizard. No. <laughs> son no of a dread. son of a bitch. <laughs> no, that's a good movie, though. That's a classic. <laughs> and that one holds up, too. Uh, I'm talking about uh, 21 Jump Street. The two 21 oh, Jump Street yeah, movies. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Are funny, man. They're really, really good. And you can look Jeff. at it. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny every time. It's good every single time. Did you just say you have the right to be an attorney? Well, technically, you do have the right to be an attorney. He does have the right to be an attorney. <laughs> the two of them together were great in that. And some people say, oh, Jonah Hill and what's his name? Uh, this is not going to be good. Channing Tatum. Man, this is going to be stupid. Those were great. And, the, and the, at the end of 22 Jump Street, they did the fake promos for all the other ones that were supposed to follow, like every sequel from there. 32 Jump, Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> and they would, they would have to do so much work to get that done. I salute them for it. Anyhow, yeah, you should watch Ambulance if you like those kind of movies. Uh, don't uh, just hate on Michael Bay for no reason. And now to this journalist that I was talking about who has done something pretty wild. It's somebody who works for the Boston Globe, and they wrote an article about Linda Bluestein, who was 76 years old. I say was because she traveled from Connecticut to Vermont to die by assisted suicide in the state of Vermont. And the whole thing was chronicled by this reporter at the Boston Globe, which seems kind of interesting. And they said that not only, though, did the reporter witness the event, which is important if you're writing the story about it, but somebody had to sign some documents allowing this woman to have the assisted suicide and the journalist signed the documents, like oh. allowing her to be put to death by these people. And I don't know. It just kind of seems like if you wouldn't have signed the documents, you don't have the story. So somebody else probably should have signed them. Uh, they said this was an in error, uh, but did not meaningfully impact the outcome of the story. Uh, the woman, I believe, was dying of some kind of disease when she wanted to go to this place and took the prescribed, uh, prescribed, excuse me, lethal medication. And he signed the document saying she was in a clear mind when she did it. Uh, in Vermont, one of the few states that allows folks to do that when they are, uh, when they're on the way out and they want to have some control over it. Uh, all right, let's go to, you know what? We'll save these dispatches because we'll do the final dispatches. We'll do the stories that didn't make the cut, and we'll do Today I Learned to wrap everything up for a Mean Tuesday. That's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Real Radio is the Jim Colbert Show. This week on the Jim Colbert Show, your chance to win tickets to see the legend Bob Dylan coming in March to the Walt Disney Theater the Dr. Phillips Center. 
That is the prize this week when we play JCS Trivia. Good luck. The Jim Colbert Show. Weekdays at 3 on Real Radio. Final dispatches. Stories that didn't make the cut. And today we're going to wrap everything up for a Tuesday. And thank you, Josh, for hanging out with us today. Coming in last minute. Appreciate you. You got it. Excellent work over there, as always. I know. Really thought you might be doing the next episode. Very humble. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way, as they say. True. Very true. Don't be humble. Being humble is for losers. Yeah, damn right. right. It would be, be proud of yourself when you do something good. Nothing wrong with that. I know before we get into these final dispatches, I got myself in a weird, weird situation this past weekend, and I didn't know what the move was, what I was supposed to do, like socially, what the right thing was to do. Courtney and I bring Lady to this this park that's a mile or two away. It's a big park, beautiful spot. And they have like a big dog um, park within it now. Uh, or you could just walk around the whole thing. It's a huge venue where they have weddings and stuff. And this lady's walking her dog, too. And she's like, hey, and like shouts out at us. And she goes, is, the, is your dog aggressive? And we're like, no, it's like the least aggressive dog ever. And then the lady comes over with her dog, and she starts like you know letting her dog play with lady. And next thing I know, this woman sits down, crisscross applesauce, and she's petting lady. And we're sitting there, and I, Courtney and I are just waiting. I'm like, how long do we owe this woman to? to uh, sit here? Yeah. <laughs> and I, do we do we sit down too? Are we supposed to get down Indian style here? Yeah, pow wow. And and are we all doing this to get like? Are we going to spend the rest of the afternoon with this woman? What is my level of commitment to what's happening right you guys now? Guys are best friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, do I ask her her name now? Where, like, where is all? And all I want to do is just go. All right, see you later. But I go. I can't be so stone cold that I say see you later and walk away, and she's still crisscross applesauce on the ground like she's in indian style and just walk away from her it seems really rude and now i want to just troll people in the park be like "Ooh, can i say hi to your dog and then i take out a blanket and just kind of <laughs> fluff it and put it down on the ground Start eating a sandwich yeah, how long is this gonna last for i thought we could just say hi real quick our dogs greet each other and then we move on with our day but she she had other plans in mind it was like I know this is not going to sound bad, but it was like four minutes or so. And if you think about that ticking by, that's like an odd amount of time for us to be standing up while this woman. Well, also, if you want to leave, that's a longer four minutes than if you want to stay. Yeah. And we, I wanted to leave. I wanted to get on with our walk. And the lady's just like, oh, good girl, good girl. She's sitting there. Okay. These are the things I find myself running into almost constantly. Uh, here we go to the final dispatches. I'm a PC has an idea for the show. Sean, now that you're getting rid of the News Junkie app, I think you have all that money to do 31-second commercials during the Super Bowl. Just be like, <laughs> News Junkie. Do they have 60, 160th of a second commercials? We can, <laughs> we can put all those together. <laughs> you know, this shows just how wrong this whole setup is because you said the same thing in the same exact way, and there's no clip of you saying it. Oh, but you talked over it. So No, I didn't talk over it, did I? I don't know if you did. Oh, Listen, you. There's other ways of people to do this kind of work, you know. Josh can reach over and hit the Vox Pro if he wants to. I know. So far. Yeah, it's a, it's a distance across uh, the way. <laughs> he gave oh, up already. No. You gave 
sure you were hovering your hand over it. Oh, uh, <laughs> just barely out of reach. Hey, it's Mean Tuesday, anyways. We don't need to put in any extra effort. We've given it all. We leave it on the field. Let's do the stories that didn't make the cut. Brought to you by Nations Trucks. Get the truck of your dreams. It's over there. It's on the lot. It's waiting for you. It's at nationstrucks.com. This story from CNN says Joe Biden is not coming from your gas stove after all. A year ago, the Biden administration set off a firestorm when they suggested the Consumer Product Safety Commission might ban gas stoves. They were coming after the gas stoves. You remember this? Weren't they They doing it in New York, too? Yeah, they were doing this in New York, California. They were doing it a couple places. And they said it because it causes asthma in little kids. And it turned out when you looked at the study that they used, it was absolute nonsense. And it was done by these companies that make money um, electrifying households. So they come in and they take out gas stoves and they put in electric ones. They do this in apartment buildings and stuff. And that's what was behind all of this. So yeah. there really was no major da- or danger. It's weird. We just had this study that said that um, podcasts and satellite radio give you cancer. So, uh-huh. yeah, I've unfortunately. Heard oh, well, we'll continue to trudge on. But now they say the U.S. Energy Department announced their energy efficiency standards for ovens and stoves, and not much is changing. The department assured that the vast majority of gas stoves on the market, 97% already meet the standards. They're actually going after electrical stoves, which makes me scared on the other side of this argument. Get them. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Here we go. Let's do Today I Learned. The following information may make you feel smarter, but will not actually increase your IQ. So don't get cocky. Now it's time for what we call Today I Learned. It is Today I Learned for a Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. Today I Learned sponsored by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away. Sean says, Wasson missed a spot under his piggy chin, though. Did I? I didn't miss a spot shaving. Did I? No, no. Ha, I mean, Tuesday. These people <laughs> can, <laughs> can, can trigger go out. Um, <laughs> Boom, roast <laughs> I might have to check afterwards. All right, here we go. Today I learned this show right here. Piggy chin. Oh, that's not a succession. That's right. Succession, the HBO drama series Succession, hires wealth consultants to advise the writers and the crew how very rich people live. That's hilarious, but also probably useful. Yeah, it makes sense. The clothes they wear, that kind of stuff's important. How they get off helicopters, that's something that you have to know, I guess. And uh, all these things are known by the richest of the rich. So you got to invite them in and hire them to get how they get off on helicopters. Yep. That too. A little more dangerous, but uh, fun. Nonetheless, today learned there was a 32 year long study that found that obesity spread through social circles and that a person's chances of becoming obese increases by 57% if he or she had a friend who became obese. So they're suggesting that obesity is So you guys are screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is maybe worse info to have out there than the Alzheimer's thing earlier. All of this stuff being contagious doesn't sound great. Uh, Today we're in this show right here. Yeah. Brady Bunch. That's right. The Brady Bunch. The creators of the Brady Bunch had cast two sets of kids, each with all blonde or all brown hair. And they would pick the set that matched whomever they cast as Carol and Mike. So somewhere out there, there's three brunette women and three blonde men who are almost Marsha, Jan, Cindy, Greg, Peter, and Bobby. I knew all those names by heart. I'm such a big fan of the Brady Bunch. Uh, I didn't know that that show was only on for like a short time, by the way. It wasn't on for as long as I thought that it was. Hmm. Uh, And... 
Ireland, uh, Ted Ireland, uh, Tour de France cyclists can eat up to 8,000 calories per day. Uh, that doesn't really mean much to you, but here we go. Today I learned this band right here. Let's get an That's right. The hair metal band Poison contributed 20,000 copies of their album Flesh and Blood to the troops in Desert Storm to help boost morale back in the day. They're like rock bands for the government, for the army. That was the day, man. Nobody anymore would do this, I don't think. But Poison... They stood up, and I salute them for it. And I want to get in that damn shopping cart. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. Missed any of the show? Get the podcast at thenewsjunkie.com. See you later, everybody. I need a chance to get away. If you can hear me and say, this is what I say. Away on Real Radio 104.1. Brought to you by Mills Air. From the With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.